If you're looking for something absolutely unique for either you or a friend, look no further than Grimleys.com. Each and every Grimley is handmade, hand-painted, and 100% awesome. We can make a Grimley of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain-slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S.com. Good news, everyone! We're film critics and geek show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program edgier than most that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. This is not the Geek Show podcast. This is the precursor, the uh, preface, preface, the preface portion of the GeekShowPodcast.com episode. Uh, the new episode is called Res Erection, and uh, it has uh, it will it will follow this. This is a feature we call Broken News, where we uh, find the stuff that the employed or the lazy, the latest news that uh, you guys who don't just sit and scour the internet all the time uh, know about. It's already broken. It's broken news. It's not new. It's not cutting edge. It's a podcast. It can't be. All it's right. there for your pleasure. I just I love arguing with geeks about that. <laughs> um, let's see. So here we go. Uh, oh, yes, uh, Jimmy Martin, big movie mouth off, joining me. How do you do? Here in the basement. Uh, it's a Sunday afternoon, uh, the 21st, just so you know. And uh, the big thing that happened, oh, I'm your host. I'm Kerry Jackson. I used to be a company man. Here we go. Uh, D23 <laughs> happened over the weekend. Which I still don't know what 2-3 means. We still don't know what the 2-3 is, but the D must be Disney. It's got to be. <laughs> D to the 2 to the 3. I don't know what it is. But uh, they, uh, you know, the big news, of course, was they debuted footage from the Avengers. Ah, and I'm telling you right now, every time I read, and you know, with as many, they've shown it twice now to people in a big room full of 2,500 people. Yeah, yeah. And how that footage has not leaked yet? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. It's not out? They must be really good at security. Disney's really strict about that kind of stuff. So maybe maybe that's what's happened. But all we've gotten is uh, people, uh, bloggers and reporters, who have seen the footage yeah. and then have just kind of recanted it to us nice. in, in blog form. you know. And uh, the stuff that I read, I won't lie, man. I got an awkward boner. Let's see. The new episode is called Res Erection is coming up in just a few moments. <laughs> I got such a geek boner. Nice. I actually, 
It's very rare I get this feeling, usually with just orgasms, but I got that chill on my arms and down my back. Goosebumpies? Goosebumpies, when I was reading this stuff. Because I could play it out in my head, and I was just like, yeah. Have you seen the footage? I did see footage of the set. The set footage is pretty cool. And, I just love because uh, it's like people at work, and they're just like, oh, Cap and Thor out there fighting. Yeah, like, you know, whatever. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of footage. It's easy, easy to find out there. If you, if you have an internet connection, you can probably just search it, and it's there. Uh, you can see Cap and Thor fighting guys in motion capture suits. Those are like black suits with little white spots on them. It's, it's, uh, Andy Serkis has been cloned. I guess. <laughs> we'll have to. Uh, but uh, they're, they're fighting these guys. And then there's been uh, some scenes of them fighting each other, Cap and Thor. Uh, also, uh, 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 okay, this is going to get spoilery. So you douchebags who want, rather than writing a complaint letter to me, <laughs> why don't you just stop listening to something called Geek Show Podcast? Because we do, it, we do this every now and then. Uh, so, yeah, there's uh, on set footage a crashed alien spaceship, Ooh. which leads us to believe if you if you read your Avengers comics, it's probably the Skrulls, Skrulls. which means probably uh, because we know Loki is a major villain. Yep. He was at D23. He was uh, all over the place. Uh, he probably somehow found the Skrull homeworld and brought them with him. Because there's a, a well, he flew away. Yeah, he, he was dropped. Well, there's a great bit of dialogue. In the, in the scenes that are recanted on the blogs. Great bit of dialogue. Nick Fury and Loki talking menacingly to each other. Huh. And intercut in these scenes is the rest of the Avengers in their, uh, like, ready room or something. Yeah. Watching on a monitor and uh, listening to the proceedings, including Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Nice. So it's this spectacular cage of some kind and fury is on the outside of course and loki's on the inside so he's been caught yeah got it and uh, he says to loki uh, don't even you know along the lines of don't even try to even scratch this cage because it was built for somebody you know pretty pretty fucking tough yeah he's, he's alluding to the fact that it was the hulk i say it's the hulk's cage and then loki says something along the lines of uh, uh, a monster who thinks he's a man or something like that uh, so uh, and they show Loki that this thing is in a helicarrier and it will drop him. You know, it's like the floor will open up and drop you <laughs> if you try to escape. So they go through this whole back and forth of uh, you're a bad guy. You like to kill for fun, and yes, I'm evil, and you know <laughs> the whole thing. Again, I don't have the stuff does right. He stroke in front a mustache. Of me. He does that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> and there was a great part where he, where Loki says to Fury, says, "How does it feel standing in in front of you know?" this magnificence or whatever it is, this yeah. grand evil. And Fury says, let me know if grand evil needs a magazine or something. If he gets bored, <laughs> he turns around and walks out. Uh, but it was, uh, oh. you can tell it's got that Josh Whedon comedy. Sure, in there, sure. You know? So that, that was a great scene. But the, my favorite part was, and it, apparently it's the end of the footage that they showed, was uh, Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark, behind a bar. Of course. Talking to Loki. And just very, what? very... Nonchalantly, you know, I, I I didn't read whether he was still in the cage or just sitting there with him. You yeah. know, we don't know. But he's he's like throwing a drink down and he goes, "All right, let's do a head count." He says, uh, "You've got two highly skilled ninja assassin types, referring to Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch, sure. uh, 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 Black Widow, Black Widow, uh, Scarjo." Scar he says, "You've got two highly powered uh, ninja killer types. You've got uh, a demigod." You've got a living legend, and you've managed to piss them all off. <laughs> and he says, I have an army. 
To which Stark looks at him and says, we have a Hulk. What? <laughs> Son of a bitch. God. I'm telling you. May if is not going to come fast if enough. If you're listening to this and you don't have a geek boner right now, I'm telling you, you're dead inside. We have a Hulk. Can uh, I just tell you that this, and I'm, and I'm not exaggerating, and you can make fun of me all you like, but this is like the sum of all of my dreams. Yeah, you know? <laughs> up on a screen. It's all up there. Well, I, I just watched Captain America for the fourth time in the theaters uh, yesterday, wow. and it's still amazing. Still holds up? Yeah, and but watching that Avengers trailer, like because I saw it with two friends who hadn't seen it yet, and they were just like, <laughs> and that was nothing. And it's nothing, apparently, compared to what these folks at D23 oh, saw. Ah, shit. So, yeah, everyone's talking about that, but there's some stuff that happened at D23 that is not getting as much coverage that I think should. Um, it, because, uh, again, I think that these guys are set to take over the world when it comes to entertainment. Yeah. Uh, they've got all kinds of stuff happening. And uh, Sean Bailey, who is the production chief of Disney, for nearly two years, he you know he starts the presentation. I had this... Yeah, got me. I, I, this is beautiful. <laughs> he says uh, he is guided when putting together his, his slate of entertainment, his live action slate. He's, he's guided by a quote from Walt Disney himself, which goes something like, I do not make films for children. I make them for the child in all of us, whether that's six or 60. You, you hear know? that, Robert Rodriguez? Think Stop making that. Spy Kids movies. Think about it. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, then he, you know, then they start the presentation. But here's some of the stuff that uh, this is from the Hollywood Reporter that they saw that they thought was really impressive. Uh, this uh, Pixar movie Brave, which is their next thing, looks good. The the teaser. They're say, they're saying that well, you know, the the trailer is medieval Scotland. Uh, the reason that it's interesting is that it's Pixar's first fairy tale. Okay. Uh, first period film. And their first to star a female lead. Yeah, it's a true. chick They're lead. Stepping you know. outside the box. So that's that's a challenge. She's but a they, ginger too. But they said that the animation is really amazing. Yeah. Once again, Pixar raising the bar on themselves. And uh, and they need to. I don't know. I, I was, we were talking about movies of the day and Cars too. Just the more I think about it, the more it pisses me off. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. But John, the game was awesome. The game was great. Yeah. I, no, no, it really was. But the the movie, I just when our I, friend, our when, friend John Warner from Mammal Avalanche, yeah. who, made, who made the game, listens and and it is true, John. The it, game rules. Very fun. But when I was sitting in the in the in the theater and realized twenty minutes into it that they made a Mater movie. <laughs> like really, Pixar? You're so much better than this. And you know, I will see it eventually. But the the reason I want to see it is because of the villain, Doctor Z. For some reason, he intrigues yeah. the hell out of me. I don't know why. The whole James Bond aspect of it was fun, but, but... Uh, too much Mater. Oh, God. Then they showed some stuff from John Carter. Oh, okay. Which I don't know why they just don't call it John Carter of Mars. But just commit. Vice called it, and he's, and he's absolutely he's right. He's absolutely it's right. The Mars needs moms ruined everything. They got they got burned with Mars needs moms, and so they removed Mars. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Fuck was it. you. But that's it. That's what they did. I know. That's just, that's again. That that's my outrage. Some yeah. suit sitting somewhere making that decision. Someone who's not in the creative. Nope. Who is just like, nope. No, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> someone's not going to see John Carter of Mars because yeah. like, wait a minute, that, that Mars needs moms movie was, wasn't that good. You know, this isn't going to be good. We sat down 20 people in a room. You know they did. And that one person who said, I hated Mars Knees Moms, that convinced me. No. <laughs> and you know that some suit who saw that that 20 room, that 20 person in a room thing. Yeah, yeah. And he went, well, there you go. I bet they had a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> 
And like when people say the word Mars, they have a negative effect on the right side of their brain. And that gets to a quote that this guy from uh, The Hollywood Reporter says about people not being aware of it. Yeah. People are not aware of this movie. And these are Disney fans. Yeah. These are people who should be aware of this stuff, who are paying the top dollar to go to a weekend of all these things <laughs> fandom. And, and, and he talks to someone who says, I, didn't even, I don't know anything. Yeah, about I know what it is. But I think if you called it John Carter of Mars, it's more likely yeah. to be of top well, of mind. Well, it's also more intriguing, too. Yes, rather than a guy's name. Yeah. Some, who the hell's John Carter? You know, Some old rock DJ here in town. <laughs> It's not even his real name. Uh, let's see. So the clips that they showed, they said that the uh, it just looks incredible. You know, a story centers on a damaged Civil War vet transported to Mars where dueling races vie for supremacy. Uh, it's the Edgar Rice Burroughs story. And uh, the, the clips, the, the guy from Hollywood Reporter who saw this said uh, the clips showcased all kinds of great, all the elements you need, drama, romance, action, humor. Uh, they say that if it works, it could really take off and be... A franchise. Uh, a really important franchise. Nice. Uh, because it just looks incredible. Frankenweenie. This is something that people are oh, talking yeah. about. And we told you about it here on this podcast many years ago when uh, they said Disney's going to do a stop motion a la you know, Nightmare Before Christmas thing sure, sure. with Tim Burton's project that he came up with while he was at Disney, so yeah. they own it. <laughs> um, but they said, hey, yes, we own it, but you can make it. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. So, uh, but this is this is what they saw. It's it is that stop motion stuff. Here's the thing, this surprises me. This is such a non suit decision. <laughs> Black and white, nice. That's really cool. Black and white, and uh, of course the story is about a, a, a kid named Frankenstein, whose dog dies and he brings it back to life. Which is such a Tim Burton thing. Yeah, and, and, and it's so sweet. Oh. <laughs> that's that's uh, awesome it's black and white. But they showed some stuff. They said it looked incredible. And that uh, it says here, uh, the design of the characters, the off-kilter sensibility, and the look of the movie. It's got Burton all over it. Uh, the uh, They said everyone's going to want their own little Frankenweenie version oh, of, of the you know, toys and all that. And uh, he said he was talking to a kid that he saw on an escalator. He says, why did you like Frankenweenie? And he says, well, just about everyone's lost a pet. That's why I want to see him. Oh. oh. Hurts. And then they showed some footage of the Muppets. Which looks and, so uh, the Muppets, good. And, you know, and, and he goes in great detail in this article about the challenge that they have with the Muppets because, they went, you know, because Disney dropped the ball for so long on yeah. the Muppets, you know. Kept them away from a generation of people, and now you have to not only satisfy this older audience that grew up with them, but you've got to find a way to get the younger audience into them. And from the footage they, that they showed, he says they're going to win. Yeah, it, the the footage I've seen from the trailers looks so yeah. good, and you know they're having fun with it. I mean, look at the, all the the fake you know movie trailers they were doing, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited for that one. That looks a lot. It looks really good. I, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, and then I've got another one I want to tell you about. Remember, this is the broken news portion of Geek Show. This is not the actual episode. The actual episode follows. Uh, so now th- this is the one that I'm the most intrigued by. Still at D3 or D. It's at D3. And here's the thing is that it's not – sit back, kids. I'm going to read you a story. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's Uncle Carrie's rapey time prison stories. Let me get my blankie. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually – this is not from Pixar. This is from the Disney Computer Animation Division. Which have not had a great batting average. But they've gotten better. I can't remember the last one they came out with. It was, they, have, um, they have gotten better. This sounds like a great idea. Now, I don't want to dismiss it as Toy Story meets video games. Because a lot of people have. 
because I want you to listen to what this is about. <laughs> because it is a little bit more than that. It's almost Tronny, if you think about it. <gasps> oh, a boy. A little Tronny. Well, now I'm in. It's called Wreck-It Ralph. All right. And they showed some footage. Now, it's uh, John Lasseter introduced it. Pixar. who said, I just love this. This is yeah. awesome. A lot of it not finished. Mostly just dialogue, though. Okay. But your lead is John C. Riley. Nice. He is Wreck-It Ralph. He is a nine-foot-tall, 600-pound behemoth who lives inside the arcade game Fix-It Felix. <laughs> His job in the game is to wreck the, wreck, uh, wreck the game's one high-rise building while Fix-It Felix Jr. fixes it. So that's, that's the plot <laughs> of the game. Like rampage a little bit. Yeah, when you play, <laughs> when you, play you are Fix-It Felix and you repair all the damage okay. that that this guy, Wreck-It Ralph, does. <laughs> That's the game. So it's one of those old arcade games. Nice. It says here, uh, so you got John, John C. Riley is the voice of it. He's a, he's a big sweetheart. He's got nothing against Felix, you know, his, <laughs> his antagonist. Says that Felix is a perfectly nice guy and fixes things well. Although he does point out, it's not quite so impressive when you consider Felix's dad gave him a magic hammer. <laughs> So you imagine John C. Riley, you know, and and this is all like a uh, a narration. Yeah, John C. Riley explaining essentially the plot of the movie. Um, uh, Felix is the hero. Ralph is the bad guy, and he says, uh, "I ask you, are there any medals for the sweet science of wrecking?" Ha! <laughs> no. Ralph is philosophical though, and realizes he's lucky to have a steady gig for the past thirty years. <laughs> he knows others haven't been so fortunate. He mentions. Like all those guys in asteroids. <laughs> uh, it says, when we see the arcade shut down for the night and the off-duty video game characters are left to their own devices, the residents of the uh, high-rise building shower fix-it Felix with praise and thanks and adulation. Thank you for rebuilding our home, you know. And Ralph has to slink away and go to his bed, which is a pile of garbage in the dump with a blanket of bricks. Uh, Riley mixes the funny with the with the tragic as he assures us his life isn't so bad and that even if he is living in a lousy cesspool of desperation at the edge of humanity, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the scene then cuts to a meeting of Badanon. It's an Alcoholics Anonymous style <laughs> gathering for villains of video games. Nice. <clears throat> where their motto is one game at a time. <laughs> This is awesome. Ralph's monologue has actually been his address to the group. That's what you're hearing. You next hear from Tigor, a fighter from a Mortal Kombat game. Of course. uh, Who relates how he once found himself beating a guy with his own leg, which was at that point he accepted his fate as a bad guy. But as Tigor put it, just because he's a bad guy, he doesn't. That doesn't mean he's a bad guy. <laughs> I have feelings too. So it goes on here. Uh, Ralph replies, he has no idea what Tigor is talking about. But <laughs> but at that point, the session ends with the bad guy affirmation: <clears throat> "I am bad, and that's good. I will never be good, and that's not bad. There's nothing I would rather be." <laughs> but it's clear Ralph is not content oh. with that. And that's where the footage ends. Now, the director is uh, Rich Moore, who directed some killer episodes of The Simpsons and Futurama. Okay. Uh, and he said that uh, what happens then is that since Ralph is no longer content with his life, he tries to change it. He tries to go out and do something different. He, <laughs> he can't, you know, in that game, he can't be anybody but Wreck-It Ralph. So yeah. he, uh, he arrives at Game Central Station, which is the power strip. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
which is the portal and gateway to all the other games in the arcade. Oh, so he can go. So he goes to the other games in the arcade. Nice. Now, here's the fun part. It's like Roger Rabbit in that they have the rights, have gotten the rights to some games. Nice. He jumps into Halo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is amazing. Doesn't this sound cool? This sounds... and so my question, okay, so if he's like from an old like you know arcade game style, yeah. is it going to be like eight bit? Like I, I imagine, animation? I don't know. And then if he goes into Halo, would it, would it be like an eight bit cartoon going into like a sleek looking Halo? I universe? don't know. He doesn't describe. Uh, if they do the guy that, who wrote this doesn't describe that. Oh my god, that'd be really cool. So he jumps into Halo. That doesn't work out. <laughs> um, and so then he goes into a a fun game, a, a kids game called Sugar Rush. Okay. Which is which is like the Mario Kart kind of game. Okay, and there he meets uh, uh, the the girl, oh, the princess, the sure. princess, and that is uh, vo- uh, the voices on this are going to be great. You got John C. Riley as Wreck It Ralph, uh, Fix It Felix, the hero, is Jack McBrayer from Thirty Rock. Okay, and that's uh, oh I, uh, yeah that guy. <laughs> I think that's him, isn't it? I think. Or am I thinking? No, is it the bald guy? Anyway, anyway. So, but some talented people, and then you got uh, in Halo, Sergeant Calhoun is Jane Lynch, but uh, in <laughs> but Vanellope von Schweetz is the princess, Sarah Silverman. Oh, so it's it's going to be an interesting little project. That and, sounds really and cool. And again, this is all stuff that people aren't really talking about coming out of D two three. And it's good on them for making something original. I know. I, mean, I, I just I read that and I went, wow. It would be so cool if Disney started making good shit again. Well, you know? I, and I thought about it. the last one I remember. That at least uh, they probably had some since then. But the Princess and the Frog was really good. If we're talking about their drawing animation studio, that one I thought was really yeah, good. I guess I gotta. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anyone since then. Yeah, this is computer. An- this is computer animation. Oh, and then Tangled. I think Tangled was theirs too. And Tangled was pretty Tangled good. Tangled is theirs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, they're that's, getting better. That's the uh, long hair Rapunzel. T- Rapunzel. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have any children, so I don't know these stories. Why do I know this? Wait a minute. You should. <laughs> All right. So anyway, then there was a bunch of stuff uh, out about uh, Blade Runner. That was one of the oh, things that happened. For this. And uh, a lot of people are upset. A lot of geeks are very angry about this. But I'm I'm here to I'm here to calm you down. You sh- because you overreacted to the early news, you angry geeks. <laughs> you didn't, as I did, sit back and wait yeah. for just a day for the actual story to come out. Yeah. All you heard was, damn, that Ridley Scott is remaking Blade Runner. <laughs> well, he's not remaking no, it. No, not the case. No, he's not remaking it. <laughs> and you won't see Harrison Ford in it either. No, you won't. It's going to be in the Blade Runner universe. Yeah, which I think is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be like a chapter, another view in the Blade Runner universe. Yeah. You know, just happening at the, same, you know, at the same time or maybe later, I don't know. If anybody has the right to do it, it's Ridley Scott. Seems like it. <laughs> So it, this was in the L.A. Times. Uh, Andrew uh, Kozov of Alcon Entertainment, who secured the rights, uh, said, if you're asking me if this movie has anything to do with Harrison Ford, the answer is no. <laughs> uh, this is a total reinvention, and in my mind that means doing everything fresh, including casting. Uh, Ridley Scott uh, you know, said, I'm in. I'm going to do it as soon as I'm done with Prometheus. Which, which is good. in a similar as this Blade Runner. Yeah. Is not necessarily a sequel, a prequel, or a remake. It just takes place in the same universe. Sure. And that's what Prometheus is, and that's what this Blade Runner will probably be. Something wholly original yeah. is what they're saying. So don't get your panties in a in a wad, kids. They should at least have Harrison do some kind of Maybe pop-in. he could do the voiceover. <laughs> but do, do a pop-in or 
have you know just have my uh, you know on the news on the TV or something. Just so you have to like hint at it. Well, somehow, well, I some guess way, you you, just to without with without taking you out of the movie. Somehow, yeah, yeah. Just if, if, it was, if it's just in the background, not like a Stanley. Marvel thing. <laughs> I guess he. I thought he was taller. <laughs> my Stanley is starting to sound more and more like my Gilbert Godfrey. I just want to point that out before I get letters pointing it out for me. I know. I know. Uh, let's see. So there's that. Uh, finally, uh, Doctor Who, uh, which again, people are surprised. I'm confessing. I actually am liking the Matt Smith. Doctor He's good. Who, Doctor Who episode. I've seen a few episodes. They sent sent it to me on Blu-ray to check it out. And it's funny because right now my uh, my little nephew's in town and he is obsessed really? with Doctor Who. Wow, loves it. He got his haircut to look just like it. Cat uh, and her sister took him out just yesterday to go buy a Doctor <laughs> Who outfit, and he will not take it off. Because the couple of Doctors before this, and it's been on the Sci-Fi Channel and BBC America, the new versions of it. I, I watched and I went, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I get it, I understand it. But something about this guy Matt Smith as Doctor Who is making me really enjoy it. Yeah, he's and good. Uh, and and so the uh, the new episodes start on the twenty seventh of August. The episode is called "Let's Kill Hitler," <laughs> which I'm very excited about. Uh, some spoilery stuff involving this: we will see River Song. Someone will die. Uh, let's see: Martha Rose and Donna make an appearance as a hologram picture of some sort. Fish finger custard makes its return. <laughs> Rory punches Hitler. Good. <laughs> and uh, there's a whole bunch of other tidbits that I found here. Cap uh, shouldn't be the only one who gets to punch him. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, Daily, Mil- Daily Mirror uh, from, from uh, London is claiming that three former Doctor Who companions will be making an appearance in nice. the episode. So if you're like a, a longtime fan, uh, it'll, it'll be lost on me. Yeah. But, you know, enjoy it. Uh, yeah, Rose, Martha, and Donna who all used to run around with the doctor, uh, David Tennant, yeah. the David Tennant uh, doctor, are going to make a little cameo nice. in this. So that's, uh, that's kind of cool. I had, to, I had to break his little heart because he was like, I'm going to watch all the episodes. And I go, the first ones don't exist anymore, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, anyway, so there's, uh, so there's that. Uh, do, do you have some stuff? And I wanted to get your take on Conan and uh, Fright Night. Uh, uh, I haven't seen Conan. Jeff had not seen them as of Thursday when we, I talked to him. Yeah, we hadn't, we hadn't seen uh, – they didn't show us Conan. We're mm-hmm. going to go check it out, I think, tonight or tomorrow or something like that. No. We're going to check it out. Fright Night, though, really good. Really fun. Mm. Uh, if you're a fan of the original, they, I love it because nowadays with, with horror films, they're taking themselves so damn seriously with uh, you know like the Saw movies and stuff like that. Not that I mean, those mm-hmm. ways, they, they have their place in yeah. the world. But they kind of forgot how to do like the 1980s, you know – horror slash comedy kind of thing, you know, yeah. toy with it, you know? Exactly. And so, okay. and this is exactly what they've done. Uh, Colin Farrell is really good in it. Anton Yelchin's really good. Um, gory as shit. Uh, good. Uh, good. But hilarious moments. Um, I, I can't, I always forget the kid's name. I always call him McLovin. And I always, just call him that. He's, he's my least favorite in Kick-Ass just because he's so one note, but his one note actually works very well mm-hmm. as uh, Evil Ed. And so, I, I was sad that they cast him in Kick-Ass uh, yeah. to do that role. Was and it I Red Mist? I think it kind of, People will argue with me. I thought it dragged it down. Yeah, but uh, but in this, he, he he's good. It works. It, it works really well. He's funny, um, but it, it it's a great tone. I mean, like it, it's super dark. I you know, I'm not a fan of 3D, but there are some pretty cool 3D parts in it. Oh, okay. It, it's I, I still say don't go see it in 3D because the one thing also this it's a very dark like just look film. Mm-hmm. So when you're wearing sunglasses in the movie theater, it makes it even darker, and it's just I, oh, I hate yeah. that shit. Okay. So, right. um, 
but a lot of fun. I give it three stars. Three stars? Yeah. Cool. Great way to end the summer. Well, and and I'm reading here uh, in Variety that it uh, didn't do well this weekend. Oh, really? Weekend. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the numbers yet. Number one, The Help. Really? Yeah. Gee, that, that thing, it's funny because it's been out for a while, but it's kind of making a comeback. Here's another surprise, and we guess number two, Rise of the Apes. Good. Which is good, because yeah, yeah. I loved it. But if you if you want to support these kind of movies, like Fright Night, yeah. you really ought to run out and see them. Yeah, uh, check out Fright Night. And there's some great uh, uh, hints at the uh, the original. And there's, uh, I won't say who or when or where, but there's mm-hmm. a cameo of, of someone from the original. Good. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, before, uh, yeah, let me know when you when you see Conan. Let me know what that is. And, yeah. and just for me, Final Destination 5? I hate it. <laughs> Absolutely fucking hate it. I don't care. Vice... Vice, okay, Vice tried to take me to task. He, he goes, I'm taking you to task. <laughs> oh, good. Because I liked Piranha. Yeah. And he goes, you liked Piranha because he said Piranha knew what it was and it did it well. I said, Piranha was, I mean, the the makeup and shit, it's nasty as hell. Like, it's so gross. Uh-huh. This one's just fucking stupid. I'm sorry. When you waste 10 minutes to kill a girl where the, the end result is that she trips and falls out of a window, don't give a shit anymore. Don't care. <laughs> Hate it, hate it so bad. See, and and Sue and I love these movies, yeah, just because of that, because of the stupid stuff. Yeah, well, and and, and you know, and and we loved the Saw movies for the same reason. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we know they're not high art. We just enjoy seeing it. But see, uh, but, the first one was creative. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, they had some fun with it. But now it just, they just run out of ideas. And I, and I'll give Vice, you know, when he called it, you know, Ro, 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 got Rube Goldberg presents. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's perfect. And, um. I'll, I'll say this, though, because they've been sending me these really funny uh, pro- promo items, you know, just from the film or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, my, they sent an eye chart because the girl gets la- uh, LASIK eye surgery and it burns her face, basically. So they sent me an eye chart. If you read it, it says death doesn't like to be cheated or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they sent me a bag tag of the original airliner that blew up in the first one. So you could put it on your luggage. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, that. I gave it actually to my friend because he he's obsessed with Final Destination. Oh, you can have okay. it because that thing's not going any fucking near my luggage on those planes. So I would, and then I would love that anyway. It was and then I got a gold medal because there's a the one scene I liked in the film is this great gymnastic blowout where this girl just breaks her, every oh. bone in her body. It's okay. hilarious. I gotta go see this. Then. You, you'd right. probably like. I just I don't know. See, I love these movies, but I don't love them enough to go to the theater to see yeah. them. Yeah. That's just the way I am with them. Yeah, I, I I'm as soon as you know it comes out on DVD, I'm there. See, we, know, and we saw it at Bruvies, very well intoxicated, and it just it didn't help, not at all. Awesome. I just I was mad. Uh, let's see, anything else before we get to the episode, uh, um, Res Erection? A couple of Blu-rays, I can't remember, if it's been a while since you know we did the recording, if I didn't mention them or not. Uh, real fast, The Beaver with Mel Gibson. Yes. Uh, the Event, the complete series is coming out. Uh, a really great documentary, watched it just the other day, Palm Wonderful Presents, the greatest movie ever sold. A lot of fun. Yeah. Like Kat hadn't seen it, and so she's like, oh my god, like the selling, you know, the product placement you know, in films, is ridiculous now. <laughs> and, and let me just say this. The easiest interview in the world, Morgan Spurlock. Oh, he's Any, a great guy. Anybody can interview him, and it sounds good. Yeah. He just he goes. He just goes. He's yeah. like he's like Pendulette that and way. He's, he's a, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Yeah. Like, uh, I want to see a couple things. You gave me this game, and I tried. I played it actually with my nephews, uh, Phineas and Ferb Across the Second Dimension. How was it? It's, it's fun. Really? It's a fun little it game It is what it kids. is. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not, it's not changing my life, but, you know, <laughs> it was better than Thor. I'll give you that. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Rounders, the old poker movie with Matt Damon and Edward Norton is on, now on Blu-ray. Really? And uh, Win-Win, which is a great movie with Paul Giamatti. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, at, and the, uh, oh, and there's a Mystery Science Theater collection out right now of all, oh, the, yeah? all the Gamera movies. That nice, <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah. I started looking at the, uh, what's the thing you said that they do now? The Oh, there's, well, there's two wow. of them. There's Rift Tracks there's or something? Rift Tracks, yeah. and there's also another one called Cinematic Titanic, which 
isn't as good. I Which think. one is them? Is it that's Richards? Joel and uh, Trace Bilieu. It, okay. It's like two groups of mystery science theater oh, people the... who have like, are like competing. In oh, a okay. Way. But uh, the riff tracks is easier to do. Okay. It's just, anyway, but uh, I'll check have you it been out. trying that? I, I looked at the website and kind of I, I didn't really know how it worked. <laughs> I got confused. It explains it. When you download it, it explains it. Oh, okay. It spells it out for you. Uh, if I can do it, you can. Trust me. Yep. Uh, anything else before we? Uh... Uh, the one thing we're going to start plugging like crazy is uh, come down to Brewies. Well, also, well, a week from today or when this comes out, yes. uh, movie night. Uh, oh yes, movie night it is the uh, this Sunday, the twenty seventh. Is it? I think so. Let me check. Just it, tell us the movie. It's, uh, it's Labyrinth and uh, Dark Crystal, which We're, is getting great uh, response. Twenty eighth. We're doing. Uh, it's it's a scary Muppet movie. Yeah. Night. <laughs> Hey, that's going to be fun. Everyone wear your cod piece for Labyrinth. <laughs> yeah. your, uh, your favorite Bowie shirt. 28th, 5 p.m., Brewies in Salt Lake City. Must be 21. Yep. Uh, the movies are free, but uh, the beer and the burgers ain't. Tip your waitresses. Exactly. And then a week from that is uh, Big Movie Mouse Off, one-year anniversary party. Uh, this is going to get crazy as hell because we've got so much stuff to that's give away. That's the 4th, September 4th. 4th. We're starting same time, 5 o'clock. Same rules apply. Everything's free, not the beer and all that. Uh, but Vice and I are going to show... Um, the Professional, or a.k.a. Leon, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And then uh, Vice wants to show... God, what is it again? I'm totally blanking on what he wanted to show. God. <laughs> it's, he, uh, he told me, too. Oh, I'm totally farting on it. I can't remember. Oh, you're a terrible you're a terrible a, life mate. I'm a horrible life mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. How could I forget? How could you forget? That's a great movie. Vice, don't hit me as hard as you can. And that's uh, <laughs> that's on the 4th. On the 4th. So and, a weekend of free entertainment. Yeah. And uh, we've got two weekends of free entertainment there. Probably about 50 to 60 Blu-rays and DVDs we're giving away. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. And, uh, oh, the 28th for Geek Show Movie Night, we will probably be recording oh, yeah. Geek Show podcast there starting at noon at Brewbies. Sweet. We'll do three episodes. Awesome. Pretty sure it's it's 99% right now, but not 100. <laughs> so. Anyway, thank you, Jimmy Martin. Thanks for having me. And uh, let's get to the uh, latest episode of Geek Show podcast coming up in a moment. It's called Resurrection. Res. Erection. <laughs> Take a breath. It's a third episode. <laughs> it is a third episode. Let me see. I'm taking a look at what we got. Oh, we fixed the Green Lantern. We try and fail uh, coming up in this. Uh, Please to enjoy. Hey, this is Mavic Computer Girl from PC Laptop. It's back to school time and everybody needs a good computer for school, work, and home. I want you to ask yourself some questions about your computer. Is your computer running crappy? Does it sound like there's little demons running around inside? Does it smell like burnt almonds? Do you wonder if you have viruses or spyware? Or are you just wondering? Did you know at PC Laptops we can fix any brand of desktop or laptop PC? Because we really do love you so much, just bring in your laptop or desktop computer, no matter what brand it is, and we'll scan it for viruses, spyware, and give you a system valuation for free. Yep, free! No charge, no obligation. Free, free, free! So get into any of our nine locations right now, or call us at one 596 save or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you! Oh, hello there. It's me, Kerry Jackson, the host of GeekShowPodcast.com and uh, also host of the Radio from Hell show on X96. All right, first of all, yes, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. It, yeah, you can. We'll put together a little uh, commercial for you with some nice music behind it and maybe me saying nice things about your... Th- 
And, uh, yeah, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. I want you to contact uh, Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or myself at 801-524-2600. I mean, you know, the, the Geek Show Podcast fans, they're, uh, they're very loyal. Uh, we can put together uh, an advertising uh, uh, prospect for you if you're making your advertising plans for the new year. I mean, let's face it, these people aren't reading the paper. They're not seeing your billboards. They're TiVoing past your TV ads. You'll be amazed at how affordable it is to advertise on Geek Show Podcast. So call Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or me. Ask, ask for any one of us at 801 524 2600. It's affordable, it's effective, it's geekshowpodcast.com. And now, it has been a while. Not gonna lie, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> is, is bear on bear action okay? Three wolves. Three! Immediately it was like open season on this nerd, you know? I got a family kicked out of this movie one time. Oh, don't worry about him, he's retarded, it's okay. No. Look at Jeff over there, he's shaking. It, that happened. That it did, did happen in the comics. <laughs> did you buy something in a crinkly bag? I just don't like really good movies. I, I love that, that movie, though. Geekshowpodcast.com uh, hi, welcome back to the basement. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I've got crisp one dollar bills. This is a, I'll tell you what. This is a good way to transition. Oh, shit, hang on. There we go. This is a good way to transition back into my normal life after being gone for two what, years. What, this show? Yeah, doing this for three hours? <laughs> That's my last five. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, he's okay. gonna give you back four four seventy five. I want quarters. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Hey, I just want to say, God, you guys, I hope you're having a good Monday morning at work. Yay! If anybody, uh, you know, anybody fucks with you, just quit your job. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully you're listening to this after ten a.m. All right. No, and if you have any bank experience, <laughs> if you have any bank experience, please let me know. I'm looking for somebody to come work for me. The market know? already crashed. You know what? If you're, if you're on the road, yeah. if you're on the road, uh-huh. somebody cut you off fucking run them off the road fuck them they tell don't them Geek Show, show says hey as you drive says, by their Geek Show says hey and go pow throw yeah. them a finger dicks as you go by alright uh, let's <laughs> introduce the panel and then we'll get to uh, some uh, some more dicks of a different kind that's mm-hmm. a dick of a different kind yeah. Carrie just called us dicks no these internets uh, anyway. Oh, the internet. Uh, let's I'm, see uh, hmm? I want to quit the internet well, oh, I'm but, getting there but I can't well, you can't. I can't quit you, Internet. No, I mean, my, my livelihood's on the Internet. Nobody puts Internet in the corner. Yeah, All right. that's true. Uh, let's see Shatner over here. It's, yeah, he does. William Shatner puts the Internet in the corner. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Nice, nice, throw, nice back. It's been a week, and it's still good. <laughs> it's put, little, that, put that funny, fucking William Shatner out. shit down. It's a little-known fact that Shatner's now famous shouting of Khan was... In truth, actually, no more than a uh, no more than a mere whisper. Um, I hey, Karen, let me help. <laughs> we have a drink. I need another drink. Let me welcome help. to the third show, oh, everybody. Uh, okay, so, hey, I'm, um, so I'm just going to hold on to this would you, for you. When he uh, screams, wipe it on your asshole. When he screams, "Con," he doesn't actually. You it's can't actually, hear it. It's actually it's a, a whisper. Oh, because I was how, looking on it for YouTube, uh, I couldn't find a loud scream. Because that's how powerful he is. Uh, Never mind. Right. This show is powered by the Arnold Palmer. You guys ever met my yes. friend? Chata? Made with uh, the sweet tea vodka and Minute Maid light lemonade, which right. is we really don't we delicious. don't want to get fat while we get drunk. And uh, Lee George Cade is not only our bartender tonight, but uh, I, I'm he's not bartender. The, the maker of uh, Grimleys. Grimleys. G R I double M L E I G H S dot com. We update the site once every three weeks, whether we want to or not. <laughs> That's all they ask. It's like going to take it. Jeff Weiss, <laughs> film critic to the world. Jimmy Martin, film critic to Jeff. 
Um, <laughs> Jeff, this is what I thought about that movie. Tell everybody. <laughs> Jimmy, I, Jimmy, I can't quit you. Oh. Jimmy, Jimmy, I understand you gave it four stars. Look, I'm giving it half a star less. I'm breaking your stars in half. Oh. <laughs> Jeff, are you really driving us home? Look how red he is. That's how you know. He's got lemonade poisoning. Clearly. We're going to have to call Night Riders. Right. <laughs> Night Riders? Like, there's more than one. Oh, that would be the best taxi service. We're going to be rich. Night we're going to get black Trans Ams, call it Night Riders. Night People can call us Lee. and we'll drive them home from the bar. No, there's, that already exists. Yeah. Shut up! Lee already went bankrupt. I'm sorry. Oh. oh. Uh, Mr. B. What's up, bros? What you, how much longer are you uh, going to be till, till class? Eight. Was it? There's 20 seconds. Oh, I'm in class. You're in class right now? Oh, I am okay. terrorizing a new generation so, of children. Are you not? B, I can hear me. you talking right now. <laughs> that B. usually happens towards the end of the year. They go, Mr. B, I think I saw you on the television. And I said, no, you didn't, jerk. Why I would I be on ready, television? I was getting ready to watch Saw 6, and your commercial came Mr. on. Mr. B, would you tell us about the lusty lady again? <laughs> well, she. Well, I slipped in someone's cum. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't slip. <laughs> Bathed. <laughs> right. And by someone's, I mean mine. No, that, that ended my masturbatory experience when I noticed that I was in uh, another See, I feel camp. bad introducing Tony after that. Oh, hi, Tony. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> Bathe a minute. So, so you're, you're Tony, a, what's the dirtiest thing you've ever done? You were reaching for the chowder hound. You looked down and you realized. I, yeah. Okay. One time I had a real Coke and not a diet. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sugar in that Coke. <laughs> Tony's a sweet boy. Tony's uh, the designated driver for this program. Tony ever touched a booby? <laughs> do I need to answer that right yes, now? Yes, well, He was a child. Over a cloth or under a cloth? Uh, well, third show! Under, third God. show! Oh, it's not under, under, under. No, under. Otherwise, you're not touching a booby. Uh, then never, I guess. Oh, oh, oh Jesus, Tony. One day, oh, when you God do, damn it, Tony. you'll make a mess that Shannon can slip in. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I'll call Shannon over to slip in it. Uh, I'll tell you what, Tony. Tony. And, and when he steps in it, he'll go, Guess what I did, Shannon. Come on over. It's time to slip. I'll tell you what, Tony. That's kind of creepy. I was just going to say it. Titties feel good in your hand. I'm sure they do. Uh, Hey, Shannon, Shannon. They feel like a memory foam pillow. No, no, no. Or do the thing. Or like a bag of sand. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's what I've heard. They feel like a bag of sand. Oh, it's Gary Jackson, everybody. Gary Jackson. Tony wanted to get more detail. but uh, uh, Monday to Friday, 6 to 10, 96.3 FM in Salt Lake City. Only 6 to 10. That's all I care about. Uh, it's as good as a titty. It's just better. I love your show like a basket of red-headed children, but all right. I, I, I like it's titties It's not better. as good as two titties, no, but it's better I, than sorry, one. Better than one. <laughs> I'm almost 42 years old. All right. Any titty's a good titty. So Tony, trust me. The only, so, thing I like, okay. the only thing I like better than their feel, their taste. Mm. Like that. Mm. I like the uh, joke I like the weight. Anyway, um, <laughs> the weight. I like the seventy oh. pounds. It's especially nice if you get a chilled titty on your face when you got a hangover. It's it yeah. doesn't help. Oh, I'll tell you what. If you have a black eye, yep. Oh yeah, nothing better to chill titty Because see, my wife has uh, implants and they get cold. So. It, Tell him Large Marge sent you. <laughs> All right. I'm taking uh, notes. I'm taking behind, notes. Uh, behind the camera, uh, pay no attention to the man behind the camera. It is uh, Brian Star Wars. Brian. Star Wars! Star Wars! Brian, Star Wars! Brian Young. Also fueled by Arnold Palmer. Yes. Uh, I, how do you I, like Arnold Palmer? Palmer? I'm, I'm, it's, it's good, isn't Brian. it? Brian. It's Ryan. below par. What's the My way- only complaint with this is that it makes it hard to say Arnold Palmer. Arnold. <laughs> what's, Brian, Brian, what's the weight of Lucas's titty? 
I don't know. I no, always decided this was know. a John Daly. Seriously, man, he's got a plaid areola. <laughs> he really does. Uh, With a beard. His, his breasts also... A beard his, under his nipple. His, 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 his breasts also have no chin. Well, I'm going to shave them just right so it appears they do. My God. I'm going to see Jay some more. Hey, uh, um, by, by the way, before I forget, yes. I have we even mentioned that you and Shannon are both going to have to pick up an Incredible Hulk title? Uh, another one, yeah, because I'm I'm reading uh, Red Hulk uh, because uh, uh, Jeff Parker's Jeff right Parker, yeah. uh, who's Agent of Atlas. Yes, but Incredible Hulk after Greg Pak gets done with it, they're relaunching it with issue number one, and they announced at San Diego Comic Con that a fan of the program and friend Jason Aaron is a writing. guy that I got drunk at Burt's. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes, who loves Hill Stomp. Yeah. He's uh, writing in an incredible Hulk title. I, I want to uh, talk to this man. I want to sing his praises. I will, I will make it so. Well, do you I remember uh, when I, what I texted you last night? Because I saw it on previews. I didn't know because I've been out of town. Uh-huh. I texted uh, Jeff last night. It was like midnight. I said, holy fuck balls. Fuck balls. Yeah. They're Jason Aaron is writing the Hulk. Woohoo! Yes. This and is we, the guy who's writing Punisher Max we, right we now. Had, we had Jason Aaron on, didn't we? Uh, no, we have no, not yet. No. But, oh. uh, but I've written him fan mail. Uh, the stuff he did with I, Captain America was great. I wrote him some fan fiction. He didn't respond. Uh, <laughs> you know, when, if he can write a Wolverine title that I'm into, that is really oh, something. And, and, and he's, um, he's writing an X-Men title. That, right. He's, doing the, he's, he's uh, changing wh- wh- the whole destiny of the X-Men. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's, he's writing the schism. Yeah. Yeah, he's right he's just amazing. Uh, and, I like, I like and, X-Men's. And, and he... Uh, is, is Cyclops the star? Here's the he key. is. It's, it's Wolverine and, and, and Cyclops and how they're friends and how they work together and how they get split apart. That's oh, the miniseries. Wolverine's going to be like, fuck you and my wet works team and I are leaving. We're going to go... No, actually, it seems like Wolverine is not... Digging on all the wet works. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because Cyclops getting kind of bloodthirsty. He, he, he is. And, and issue one of Schism opened so awesomely. Wolverine goes through all this shit. Like, seven days worth of action. He's tired. He's been shot up. He's, he's, got, he's, got, he's got like 70 he's, arrows he's sticking got, out of him. And tiny stars sticking yes. out of him. And he's like, fuck home. off. I'm not teaching your class today. I'm, I'm sleeping, sleeping for, for three, three days. days. <laughs> and if anybody walks in the room, I'm going to fucking stab them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he flops down onto his bed and Cyclops knocks on the door. And it's got this great panel where Wolverine's passed out and you just see his hands on the floor. And as he pops his claws in his sleep and it goes snicked because <laughs> he's so fucking angry about that. He's uh, he's doing an amazing job. Anything that he writes, I, I just I feel bad read. because it, don't do this to me. I got away. God, Sorry, I got away. I you guys want to hear something weird? Any comic book artist that has wandered into Bert's teeth. Actually, I think it's a Black Cats. Sorry, hmm. Doctor Volt. Well, but Black Cats and um, Bert's. If they've been to the two Bs, mm-hmm. like when I was still working there, Matt Matt they Fraction, came, Matt Fraction, uh, Rick, they came Rick, Jason Aaron, they came Rick Remender, and, and and Ben Temple Smith, and oh, pretty fucking successful. Well, and uh, John Huntsman Jr., who's running for president. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, did you see that? I put that on Facebook. I was you like, did. I was like, uh, I think he's going to be the first and last person that has uh, will ever run for president who has sat at the bar at Burt's Tiki, Tiki. Tiki. And, and, and been <laughs> interviewed at Burt's Tiki Lounge. That's right. All right, I've got. Uh, I, I hate to start, but I uh, always uh, I, I bring these stories for a reason to educate and to illuminate and to illuminate. And and to, for the third show, because we're all and drunk to and make bar. sure. No, I, I I try to throw one of these in every show uh, to try to show you people that 
You people. What are yeah, you trying what? to say? Yeah. I said you people. What? I mean you people. It's because I'm white, right? Who are like... You're talking to the Krakatoes? I'm talking to the people who, <laughs> who post their bullshit on the internet in chat rooms. You're talking about people who use forums. the internet then. So I was trying to figure out why you're pointing but at me. chat rooms and forums, you know who you are. Carrie, Cameron. Carrie, I know, I know. I was... The reason I've been, I've been I make drinking. My, the reason I make my horrible comments is because you can't get me from that. Exactly. Uh, that's Put why up your dukes. Geek Put up show, your dukes. Geekshow.com had it had a forum for a long time, and we took it away because of because we're I called we're too because much, of me look, because I broke too it. I'm reactive. I called yes. Vice a douche twice. Yes, and you closed it down. Thanks. I, I thought it was over an argument over scale models. <laughs> well, there was, that was another one. I first thought it was Skittles. Skittles. It was not Skittles. I like them. Green ones. So uh, here's here's uh, here's what happened. J.J. Uh, Abrams, I love him. Was interviewed in uh, I think it was uh, Mother Jones or The Guardian. I can't remember. Mother Earth News. Um, talking about how the last season, uh, the last episode of Lost, and how it ended, and how everyone bitched about it. Here's here's what he said. They raped his childhood. For years, I had people praising Lost to death, and now they say I'm so pissed off at you for the end of Lost. I think a lot of people who were upset with the ending were just upset that it ended, and I've not yet heard, I've not yet heard the pitch of what the ending should have been. I've just heard that it sucked. In other words, every, all the ideas that people throw at him say it no good. Well, didn't he come you out and say too, if you can do better? That's what he did. Yeah, and that's what that's what he said is if you can do better, so be it. Well, here's some of the posts that people answered to that. Oh, <laughs> this one from Alexis. Ooh, she sounds hot. I'm more offended by the asshole-ish can-you-do-any-better remark. Can you? Really, JJ? You are aware of the internet, correct? There have been tons of theories floating out there. Well, that doesn't offer a better ending. (laughs) Exactly. Well, but then Serenata answers to Alexis. Okay. And seriously, it's not our job to do better. We're paid to teach and nurse and do IT and crap. He's paid to produce good stories, so it's completely <laughs> argumentative and useless position. Challenge the other screenwriters who are unhappy with you. Yeah, uh, it's our Jeez. job to bitch and moan. This is why, one of the many reasons, the chat rooms and forums stink. What's weird? And just really, people in general what's anymore. really weird yeah. though is what is Facebook? It's kind of a glorified chat room. Mm-hmm. Really, well, of course, it that's is, all it right? is. Yes, but here's, but you, but here's the funny part about it. Um, I've got a, a business that's doing fairly well, and I use Facebook to market my business. And really, I've had one douchey comment in three years. And this is something where I'm putting out my heart and soul, something I work my ass off on. And for the most part, people are really supportive. And you know, it's kind of fun. Well, because with Facebook, you can decide who is allowed to post well, in your chat. Well, I think, I think you know? the other thing, too, is that there's no anonymity. That's true. I, it's I can, I can well, find yeah. have to stand yeah. behind everything they say. That's and true. that's why I think it's, um, and I hate to say it, and I know some of them listen to our show, I think it's fucking hilarious that some of the people that used to post on our old forum mm-hmm. still post on this other fucking forum, and it's just like, uh, it's, it's seriously, it's like what the, if, what the if, idiots that I went to high school with mm-hmm. that still get together and <laughs> play Truth or Dare, mm-hmm. and I think they still put out a goddamn they fucking literary magazine. They probably do. And yeah, I think, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but here's the thing. When, it, when a forum, I, I will say this in defense of forums, when a forum works... Before the inevitable fall, because they always do. Yeah. yeah. But but when a forum is working and everybody's there, there, there's there's something about it that's so intimate and so cool, you know, because those are your friends. 
And I think that's why they fall apart so much, though, is because then you find out after a while, no, that's not really my friend. That's somebody that's just being an anonymous douchebag out there. Or somebody comes in, what was the, what the fuck you forms when Johnny Rocker came in and, and, uh, and, and nuked the forms that we were doing back in the early 2000s? It, it was just this dude that came in and nuked everything. But it's kind of how everything falls apart here, too, is we have a couple of people, we, we get close with them, and then mm-hmm. when we realize that we're really not that close, everything goes to shit. So, Well, and it's mostly... People who aren't creating something themselves—that's right. my big complaint—is right. is that they are people who are just sitting in the basement and bitching. Right. They're not creating anything themselves. Well, we get they, it all the well, time. You we'll, know, we'll get together with people uh, you know. in, in the public, and they'll say, "Hey, you guys need some chicks on the show." And I'll be like, "That would be great if we found a girl love that to. really wanted to come and be on the show, or even better yet." How about a girl geek podcast? Because I would fucking listen to that <laughs> in a heartbeat. I would listen to it. Nightly. Yeah, me too, bro. You say it's only for listen to. I mean, listen to the comments you just read. I mean, yeah. nobody even offers a fucking better there's ending. There's not one, and I read the whole thread. And what's hysterical is they actually made a funny spoof on Lost. Mm-hmm. The people who did Lost for the Comic Con, yeah. and it was hysterical. It was really funny yep. shit. Oh yeah, the Smoke Monster, right? But I would just say to anybody who does that, the trolling and the and just posting on forums, just and yeah. just bitching, I would just say to them, hey, go out and create something. Go and then start a cool. forum about the thing you created. And watch what happens. And good well, luck, asshole. Can I tell you what? <laughs> like, so, you know, I went out of town for this while. Like, I've been mm-hmm. out, basically gone for two weeks. That was a month ago, buddy. And, well. Yeah. Um, now. And I, I was more or less disconnected. I would get on every once in a while and check stuff. Yeah. Mostly just talk um, about how awesome where you were was. Exactly. Yeah. And Make us sad. I, I think I'm staying there. I think I'm done with it all. Well, Shannon, what you need to do is internalize that feeling you had, make it part of your everyday life. No, I think I so you am mean you're done. Off of, you're off with you're Facebook, about Facebook, or, or, no, or not, are you talking about going away? No, no, no. <laughs> what are you t- I'm not no, sure. I, what you're I'm talking saying about. I think I'm done with a lot of the the online stuff. Oh, I think okay. so many people have, and, and I think I was really guilty of it, uh, constantly checking my fucking phone. Uh, to let, letting everybody know where I was 24 fucking hours a day. That's our whole culture, though. I mean, but God, we're just tied into I these fucking... Think, might as well just install it in your head. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of done because I liked just doing well, shit. You know? Out, a, you know, you don't have to post that often. You don't have to right. check it. And, that's and you don't have to exactly. check Exactly. And that's where I got to while I was gone. And I really liked it. I mean, we had a we had a funny thing last November. We went to uh, anybody who lives in this area might be familiar with Lava Hot Springs. Uh, <laughs> lava! One, one thing that does not in, exist in Lava Hot Springs is internet connection. <laughs> it's just not there. Well, it's, so, it's because it's mostly old people. It's mostly water's good for you. Uh, <laughs> we we went there for two days. And we can were, you please pass part the of us? Is just like this is so liberating. Yeah. No one can contact us. No one can do anything. It's like the second we got in internet range. What did you do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, but that's that's the thing is that you you control how often you're there right, and exactly. what you say. And I liked how I felt. Well, it, when I was away from it, and then, I'm going to stay. I keep doing it exactly, yeah. exactly, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not yep. like being like, well, I'm, I've thought of this new great thing. I'm I, just like, my computer was acting up earlier today, and before I got into trying to troubleshoot everything and and uh, defragmenting and doing all this other stuff, and, you know, scouring for. All the different bugs and viri that could the be in stu- there. The stuff that I do all day, every right. day. Part yeah. of me was sitting there going, would it really be so bad? I mean, 10 years ago, I didn't have a computer, and I didn't fucking care that I didn't yeah. have a computer. And part of me is going, that might not be so bad. If I didn't have to use it for marketing for my business, 
I would be done mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. And then I'd be some Luddite in the mountains growing his own fucking weed, but so what? I, I, follow... I guess I don't give a fuck where you, what you had for lunch. Yeah. I follow a lot of people <laughs> on, care. on Twitter. And there are people who abuse it. Yeah. 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 And sure. and that's why I stopped following Anthony Daniels. He was abusing it. A lot of cone dogs. You know, I mean, it was still like <laughs> Can I please come out of this devastation? I, talk, I, 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 I did that, talk to Agency from, about the corn dog thing. Yeah, but but, uh, but the, I, so I stopped following some people like that because they just abuse it. Now I'm in a pretty good place where I'm actually wishing that some would post more. But and I'm sorry. About corn dogs. Things like that. But uh, and, and like Scott Pierce, by the way, if you're not following Scott oh, Pierce's Twitter, he's fucking funny. Our funny boy dude. Scott Pierce has been knocking it out of the park yeah. lately. For an so old he guy, fin- he he jumped right in. He finally it. found a digital yeah. medium that Got works. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't so find he him. was assigned a digital medium. Yeah, but he made it his. Oh, no. I mean, shit. His Facebook page hasn't been looked at in a year and a half. But... And he's sharp as a tack on that thing. He if is. you if you come up with something even half witted, you say mm-hmm. he will. Slap you back down like nobody's oh, business. But that being you know said, that doesn't surprise me because he fucking cracks me up over dinner before oh, yeah. we make but, love. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now that being said, and maybe this is a little education thing for everybody for their Facebook and their Twitter and everything. If you if you post eh or I got nothing on yeah. your Facebook, why are you bothering? to Don't post? bother. Oh, and we don't need to know where you're at. And we don't vague book exactly vague book? just. Put up uh, things that you think well, other people a, want or need to know. Here's the thing: that's, it's like not, not everything that's important to you exactly is important to everything else. And that's kind of what I realized over the last like month. Actually, it's been more than like the last month because you know I've been pretty much like just stuck in my house mm-hmm. before we even left, right? Because yeah. my my foot's been all fucked up and stuff, and I'm just like I I don't give a fuck what you're smoking. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't care you're smoking meat. I, nobody yeah. gives a fuck. This chicken's um, not moist. If say something <laughs> funny, yeah, say something um, striking. That's why on on my Twitter, that's all I follow are like comedians, or but, I even follow comic book writers and and people like that's pretty much, That's what I, I want. I, I I follow comedians, people that uh, that I know uh, that are funny. I follow porn stars because I want to see what their ridiculous, horrible lives are like. <laughs> you know, and and stuff like that. But it's like. I don't fucking See, and, and I'm and I was yeah. the worst about it like over this last like little bit like when everything kind of fell apart over the last year complaining and bitching mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking I'm not doing it anymore I'm not gonna bitch you know if I have something to say about something mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking say it and if you're gonna post something that's just that's just kind of uh, pedestrian post something that's interestingly pedestrian we've been <laughs> it's funny one of the mo- biggest reactions we've had my wife and I started juicing a lot lately mm-hmm. you'd think that's the most boring fucking thing in the world people are absolutely fascinated with it oh what did you do what, did, what, what kind of reactions are you having? What, I was just, 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 just fascinated why the fuck you were doing yeah. it <laughs> no and some people are just yeah and that's the yeah. other reaction I'm gonna get ripped what what are you talking about juicing juicing Steroids. actually juice they Juice their dogs, and they, yeah, and our children. <laughs> so making, we've juice. been cutting off body parts of neighbors and making juice from but them. But it's like, how's that working out? You guys, for you? I've whole... lost like twenty pounds in three weeks. Wow! I, yeah. I think we need to, uh, with the whole social media thing, we need to go back to keeping some shit in our heads. We also need to go back to writing physical letters. No, fuck um, that. <laughs> Not everything that's inside your head the, needs I'm, to come Lee, out of your fucking uh, mouth or onto your fucking Lee, keyboard. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get a quill pen yes. and some ink uh, in, a, in a nice container, and then I'm going to get some wax. And, and, you, and, I can be, like you and I can be the Jefferson and uh, Adams. Of, like I thought it was blood. It's like that episode of Louie, yes. where he's like, 
uh, I planned this with your great aunt, and um, she doesn't have a phone. She doesn't have an email. It took us three months. You know? know. But you know what, you guys? Keep it to your fucking selves. Nobody fucking cares. No, I mean... 90% of what do you put out on the fucking internet, nobody fucking cares On the other hand, there's one person I want to put more Facebook updates, and that's Alessa. Who, who Les Geek. Is, Les Geek. She's been, uh, she's been with us a long time. Alessa's a cheesemonger with the local <laughs> grocery store. I don't eat cheese anymore, but I, I fucking obsess about cheese you all the time. You jerk off to her post. I think, I think anytime somebody who works with cheese wants to write about cheese, please, by all means, right. if it's post. That's if fascinating. It, <laughs> that's the thing is we've got this great Carrie, venue somebody, to share thing, and people are fucking wasting it. I don't give a fuck if you're checked in at the goddamn Taco Bell. Wait, right. I thought oh, you, need for you. <laughs> I was ordering a burrito, and I thought you'd be excited about it. I, uh, no, I, mean, I just want to know what your diarrhea will look like later. <laughs> and you know what? And here's it's the thing, other people. Soupy. People Listen, that are my it, friends on Facebook, if you write stupid shit, I'm going to start fucking with you. Yeah. Because there was a guy that put on there, he's like, best goddamn uh, pulled pork sandwich I ever had. Subway. I was like, you are a Subway? fucking you, my yeah. And I know you're listening to this right now because you're one of my people, some person I don't know that listens to this show. Fuck you no. if you think that's no. the best fucking no. no. How about, this? How about this? If you make a shitty comment, right? Unfriend them. Immediately no. unfriend. Nope. I won't unfriend anybody. I'm going to do it Twitter. Anybody. That's what I do with Twitter. If yeah. I don't like Twitter, nope. I'm never stop following them. I like, yeah, I I like, I I like hiding people. Subway's the best restaurant. Unfriend. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You don't have to unfriend. You can just hide. Hide. Yep. hide. hide their updates. I hide. No, why even hide? Just unfriend and say, I unfriended you because you suck. But because you still want to market to them. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. No, I don't. I want to market to smart people and dumb people alike. I tell you, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm, market I'm, to the I'm, people that yeah, are on my personal I'm, Facebook page. I am not going to lie. I have hidden so many people. The only feed that comes up now is Shannon's. Is that what you? Do? <laughs> oh. You know, I just realized what this show sounds You've like. You've got nothing for the last month. It sounds like this. I'm like, what's going to be updated? <laughs> anyway, all right, let's. I'm going to fuck face, but I'm going to Friendster. Now that, now that we've, like, <laughs> I'm going to Google Plus. I got an Google Plus. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> you got the fuck. beta. Fuck I all of you! Are beta. I'm, yeah. I'm going back. I'm going back to MySpace. Yeah. It's on my MySpace. Tell Tom I said blow me. <laughs> it's on my MySpace page. Shut I wonder up. what Tom's picture looks like now. If he's like 500 pounds and looking sad. What was up with that weird fucking pose in his picture? Too? It's him with the can of beans it's, in his. Why would he be sad? He sold to Fox for 300 million dollars, and they had yeah. to figure out and sell it for that's, 40. He doesn't give a that's fuck. What, yeah, guess that's what? That's when it crashed. Cocaine's yeah. a hell of a drug. That's, right. that's where Tom is right now. No, Tom is riding around on a fucking hovercraft. Segway. <laughs> He's riding around on a fucking segue. hovercraft. He's got, a, you know, <laughs> He's got a jet pack. He don't give a fuck. He's like, fuck you. Make fun no. of my show, you idiots in that basement. He's just <laughs> he's just so happy that now in New York, he and Jared from Subway can be legally married. Oh, oh After these messages, we'll be right back. We just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Got to tell you about secretcompasscollectibles.com. They're for the serious collector, serious geek. Of course, you're listening to geekshowpodcast.com. That makes you a serious geek, I guess. Collectibles Company, they wanted me to tell you they have new pre-order Captain America products. Uh, these are available for pre-order through secretcompasscollectibles.com now. With the movie out, this is going to be, uh, they're going to go quickly. The 21-inch Captain America premium format figure movie version. Highly detailed mixed-media statue with actual clothing. That's available. Captain America 12-inch figure from Hot Toys, the movie version, also available for pre-order. Captain America 1.1 scale bust from Sideshow. This is the comic book version. 
All of them limited edition products expected to sell out fast. So uh, also keep your eyes peeled on uh, SecretCollectibles.com's website for Avengers merchandise in the coming months. They've got lots of stuff from Star Wars, Brian. Oh, they uh, Star Trek stuff. They have my captain's chair, Lord of the Rings, you name it. I, I hope they don't uh, mind me saying collectibles porn is what it really is. Go to SecretCompassCollectibles.com and tell them Geek Show says hey. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, where you will be seeing more and more of Shannon Barnson. That's right. Because of the DC revamp. I'm going to get all 52 of those things. I'm going to get a hold there, my first hold. Uh, if you get a hold there, you get 10% off every purchase over $20. And let's be honest, that's most of us. Am I going to get 10% off my disappointment, sir? <laughs> that Dave cannot guarantee. Oh. But uh, yeah, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 <sighs> East, 3300 South. Go and see him. Uh, get a hold while you are there. That means that he'll just grab the comics for you. You don't have to be there on Wednesday. But not only comics, uh, I believe he will pull toys for you. He gets toys for me. Uh, T-shirts. Statues. All of that kind of stuff. If you look stuff. in the previews magazine, you see something you want. Dave will pull that stuff, put it in your hold. I get it for you. So uh, 2043 East, 3300 South, go and see Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And uh, look for members of the Geek Show podcast while you are there. Yes. It's, uh, Dr. Volt's is Utah's number one comic book store, in my humble opinion. Friendliest. And be sure to tell him Geek Show says hey. And we are back. Yara, ah, it's okay. Lee, oh, hey, wake up. Oh, honey. It's always right. booze. Um, okay, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for Tony. Oh, yeah. Green Lantern? Green Lantern. Yes. Oh, I thought we were talk about what titties felt like. We did that well, we can. last You know, there's half. a couple of female Green Lanterns. Shut up, you guys. Let's yeah, do this. I imagine their boobs are powered by imagination. <laughs> oh. All right. Will. Will. So, and doubt. <laughs> Frustration. So this was, this was out a few weeks ago. but They uh, feel like a yellow number two pencil. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. But uh, it's the uh, Time Warner chairman, CEO, Jeff Beeks. Beeks? B-E-W-K-E-S. Beeks. 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 Um, <laughs> making a statement about how the he sequel. felt that Green Lantern performed at the box office. Okay. okay. Oh, get ready for spin. Yeah. It did not live up to expectations. <laughs> Fell fairly far short of those. <laughs> because Except. you didn't make the right Green Lantern movie, you twat. Yeah. But if we're talking about Monopoly money, it's but pretty good. He said about the sequel, we will be deciding that in due course. Uh, among factors that led to the, uh, this is what he thinks, uh, among factors that led to a lower second quarter film profit, uh, Time Warner earlier on Wednesday had cited... Higher theatrical film valuation adjustments. Well, sure, as you would, as you do. What the now, heck does I'm that mean? I'm asking film critics here. What does that mean? That's double talk. My first movie he says was, that's why Green Lantern failed. My first movie was terrible, but you wanted to see a sequel because of the, the tag-on so, clip. Is that what higher theatrical film valuation adjustments means? <laughs> Pretty much. That's what he blames for it. I work, I work uh, for a company. Uh, that, basically, what he's saying is diminished expectations. I work bad for, reviews? Yeah. He's I, saying bad reviews. I work for a company that re <laughs> regularly throws it's out some corporate speak. double talk whenever whenever things don't go the way they do. Uh, like when they cut all of uh, all the people who work for my company, they cut their retirement plans and they cut their medical <laughs> plans. They said, we made these exciting adjustments to our benefits package <laughs> oh, to help wow. remain competitive in today's fast-paced market. Right. It's exciting to see how angry people get about it. Yeah. I almost think that if that tag scene at the end with Sinestro wasn't on there, 
that they wouldn't be making a sequel. But everybody uh, saw that no. scene and goes, that's the fucking movie I want to see. Yeah, I think he well, got that, a point. That's the movie I want to see. Yeah. Well, that's and, what every person said. And he's got an answer to fix the Green Lantern. When did Charlie Daniels Hire get good here? I just need to I was going to say new writers. Uh, he says... <laughs> Play some Skinner. And, of course, you know, the, you know what the answer is going to be. To go forward, we need to make it a little edgier and darker. Oh, yeah. With, that fixes everything. Yeah. More Green Lantern titties. That's why that third... Or just go to space. <laughs> no, no. He says we have to find a way to balance the time the movie spends in space versus the Earth. There was plenty of time right. on Earth. There was so way more time, time, time on Earth. Yeah. That was the whole problem with that whole fucking movie. I'll bet he thinks just the Come opposite on, of the what two you guys, guys are saying. Well, because space I, is expensive to shoot. Yep. No, but yes, you know, he's right. I'm absolutely mm-hmm. right. Oh, you're absolutely right, but I think there should be more Hot Wheels scenes. I, I really think if they wanted to make... Green Lantern could make $300 million at the box office. No, it couldn't. If it could. they had... A kick-ass screenwriter. Like, I think that everybody, mm. the, the production team behind the movie was fine. There was just a terrible story there. No. And if it would have resonated with audiences, it would have made, made $300 million. The only That's reason the we're forgetting. It did. No, internationally. Well, internationally. Nope. Not in, no, it not didn't. In the US. No, no, it didn't. It didn't. I, I thought Green it was Lantern, the biggest grossing movie in Thailand. Green, no. Green Lantern internationally and U.S. combined has made... Maybe a hundred and forty million dollars. You are, you are closer. Uh, this this is a three week old story, but uh, it has so far earned one hundred and fifty four million. Wow! Is that out total? of the out of yes. the two hundred million, it cost him. And well, I really which, think if, oh, which actually the, is three hundred by the, the time you get. That's because they have been up. good. They could have doubled it. No. Yes. No. The reason Green Lantern didn't do well. I'm sorry, but you're hitting these second tier characters, and they're not ready to hit those three hundred no, million dollar marks. That's not it at all. I what what, what, I, what character has hit three hundred million? That besides uh, the first tier characters. Iron Man. Yeah. yeah no Iron shit. Man. Fucking Iron Man. The problem Man. is that's your only argument. No, 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 Jimmy, no, that's a Jimmy, fucking fluke. If the script it's was good, yes, it is. No, it wasn't because people went go back to see it because it was good. The, Which the is the fans, fuck it never happened before. No, how much? But the, the much point is, Thor is that Iron Man was good. About Iron Man had a good script. Yeah. Iron Man was fun. It had Thor a great cast. Thor didn't t- cost two hundred million to and make either. People yeah. went back to see it. Iron Man fans went back to see it five, six, seven, eight times. That adds up when you count up all the Iron Man fans. The, I think same reason, thing with the Green like Lantern said, fans. You they know went, what? They you saw know, it once. They said, "This sucks." A I'm script out. is not going to make no, Green Lantern three hundred million dollars. Speaking yes, as a Green Lantern fan, absolutely not. Speaking as a Green Lantern fan, I didn't see it once and thought this sucked. I was like, "Well, it's good I'm not going to see it again." You know what I mean? <laughs> here's here's the reason why Green Lantern didn't make money. Uh, I, I'm going to point my wife out as an example. Yeah, she went and saw Green Lantern for free with Big, Big, Big Movie Mouth Off, and that's the only reason why she went to go see it. It's our fault. Uh, she was not an Iron Man fan, on the other hand, nor was she a Thor fan. Went and saw both of those movies, paid money, and fucking loved them. because Nobody the was a fucking Iron Man fan. Nobody was. Yeah. Nobody Until was. Until that fucking even, movie came even out. I, even yeah. I was. And it's I the got, goddamn truth. I read Iron Man because I like the Avengers, and I haven't read an Iron Man comic since the 80s until the, the new series launched, and only after the, after the movies came out. Exactly. Green Green Lantern didn't work because there was nothing that was going to bring the average person in. The geeks were going to come watch the movie, and the geeks didn't want to see that movie. They wanted yeah. to see a different movie. So they didn't make it for the target audience, and they didn't target it to the people who yep. were going to make it successful. Yes, but now let me tell you why DC's model is faulty. All right. Because DC is assuming... Because because Bukes talks about that. Yes, it, DC's assuming that they can build and make a more successful sequel, building off what happened with... Uh, Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Let's make them darker. Yes, let's let, let's make it darker. 
Uh, they were forgetting Batman Begins was successful as compared to Green Lantern, right. and you can build on that. But also you cannot Andrew, build on yeah. an unsuccessful Also movie. made by a very talented they have, filmmaker. They and have also, stubbed their toe. It's, it's, it's Green Lantern and Batman. If, you know, yeah. that, there's a big DC, difference. There's a huge DC difference. found a filmmaker that was ready to like take chances and make a... But DC magnificent... would have to be willing to let them take chances. Exactly. I yeah. mean, that's the thing. Yeah. And well, as we learned, because who, who was doing Wonder Woman three years ago? Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, who was going to knock this thing out of the fucking park with Avengers. And we're sitting here going, oh, he could have done Wonder Woman. You're going to say that that but wouldn't have been an awesome tell me, movie? If they didn't hand $100 million to uh-huh. some dude that was just like, oh, I'll fucking. That was just like, oh, I'll go for it. I'll go for it. I will do this great cosmic outer space fucking why, battle with all these. With, why did it cost $200 million? But yeah, and just, money, and just be like, I'm gonna do effect. this. I, I think I think they could have probably spent that money a little bit better. Oh yeah, most oh, of it was obviously. probably marketing. I but if they would have had yeah, some, it was very well, heavily marketed. Visionaries. I mean, look. Okay, so they're like, uh, Marvel's like, okay, we can't have Favreau. Let's get Shane Black. How much? What the fuck is that guy? Doing? How much did it cost uh, Rodriguez? Weapon. How much did it cost Fiscus Rodriguez to make Predators? About ninety. You think, yeah. and that's probably the most money he's ever spent on a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, if you want to make, if you want to let a visionary make a comic book movie, you take somebody like Rodriguez. How much did it cost him to do Sin City? He did that mm. on a shoestring. That was yeah. like less you know? than ten. <laughs> yeah, point, and, right? and, and I would love no. to see Rodriguez. Sin City, uh, maybe thirty tops. Sin yeah. City's more th- costs but still, more but than still, that. But still, yeah. regardless, like say, sixty or okay, seventy. But if you had handed, if you had handed Green Lantern to Robert Rodriguez and said, "Dude, just go nuts. Here's a hundred million." Don't take it over that. He'd probably turn it in for seventy, and he would have done everything on it because that's what he does. He produces, he directs, he helps with the script, he does the soundtrack. I think, and it would have been more in space, and it, it probably been, been more yeah. in space because he knows full oh, well. well. I mean, Predators was not a perfect movie, but I fucking loved it. Was it. A good movie. I thought it was all it right. Was a, it was a kick in the ass, I and think, yeah, every up, up, every up, dollar up, spent up on that Larry movie shows up to, shows up to explain the plot. See, and, and you guys keep saying it needs to be more in space, and I am just completely the opposite. It needs to be in a bank. I, <laughs> <laughs> a bank vault, I think specifically. Need, I think your Green Lantern needs to be more Earth-based. Uh, I disagree. Uh, I think it... One thing that separated that movie from other one, it's kind of like Thor. I mean, like it could have been a superhero movie based yes. on Earth, but Asgard made it different. Yeah, and, it did. And we were Green so Lanterns, the space scenarios would make it different. I agree, but we were so freaked that Thor was going to be mostly on Earth, and we we got kind of a pleasant surprise. Well, I I just I think that uh, for a character like Green Lantern, if you if you take him out to a place where it's hard to relate, Here's, and that's Green yeah. Lantern all over, see, I, well, it's I, tough. But, I don't but know. I agree with you in the sense that the, the sequel should be more in space, though. I think Fish out of water I, stories are like some of the best making, you know, best Look at Star Trek Four. That was the yeah, most successful like, Star Trek movie out there. The last Starfighter was good. I mean, it's, it's hard for me to weigh in on Green <laughs> well, Lantern. That's what I, I was and I, I, See, and that's because I'll tell you right now what made me fall in love with Green Lantern was the, the core. Yeah. The yeah. Green Lantern yeah. core. For sure. And I think that, that if, they were, if, if that would have been more in this movie, but you wonder, the kids would have been more into sure, it. Sure, but you kind of wonder what happened when the executive was sitting there going, okay, I'm going to greenlight this whole intergalactic police force thing, but let's make it more on Earth. That's the thing, is if you're going to go in space, you have to have crazy, 
crazy powers with the Green Lantern Corps doing all kinds of crazy stuff. If it's going to be on Earth, they have to have toned down powers and more Earth-like stuff. And we know, know from saying? movies like Pitch Black that you can make successful sci-fi for next to nothing. Exactly. And so they so could have done gonna, that. If they're going to go in space, it's got to be crazy. And the director, the equivalent you're thinking of, Shannon, is like the Peter Jackson to the Lord of the Rings. They need someone like yeah. that. Well, no, 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 Lantern. not even that. I'm sorry, John Favreau and Iron you know, Man. Well... Yeah. I'm sorry. Get somebody that's got vision, that's creative, that puts that in a movie under some, budget, that will take time but, to and look at a character, but even then, and see what's cool about it, because that's what well, Favreau did. Here's the thing, though: is Tony Stark is a much more relatable character than Hal Jordan. He's is. a bullshit. That's, that, no, no, I, I think yeah, I think he, he is. is. He is. He is. But on really, the other hand, the how is alcoholic? Guys he's, that can get anything he wants. But it's kind of the yeah. reason why Batman works, too, though, yeah, because exactly. it's, it's just a dude who's got tech. But on the other hand, one of the most successful film franchises of the last 15 years is Harry Potter, yeah. which is out there completely in fantasy. And but, what, is, what is Green Lantern? He's a dude with a ring instead of uh, instead of a wand. Yeah, exactly. but, but with Harry Potter, you have such a huge base to go off of from the books. You'd think that same base exists not for, for the Green comics. No. no way. No. Not, not no, even close. Jesus, no. Not even close. So, so you relate to Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern movie? A man without fear and yeah. cocky. And, no, not uh, in the movie. I think they dropped the ball no, in the movie. They no, the movie. we were because talking. The screenwriters we, were jackasses. No, hang on, we're talking about the movie, and you yeah. were saying that no one could relate and to an alcoholic millionaire. But you're telling me that you relate to Hal Jordan and Green Lantern the movie. No, Carrie, I, I was telling you that I like the Green Lantern movie because I got to see a Green Lantern movie. No, no, you were saying that people shouldn't have related to a millionaire who was a drunk, and that it, it should. Well, no, have I, I don't understand how it's more relatable than. Fucking, well, actually, well, no, actually, no, I'm asking I'll, you. I'm how asking. about this? I will agree with you uh, that Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark was okay. way more relatable because it was a better written fucking movie, sure, and a better performance. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, well, you fucking, didn't. And, and, and Hal Jordan was a goddamn stupid cipher, right? Yeah, for the, the rest well, of the show, and that was the point. That's what you were saying. Well, and great. So get somebody better to make a fucking Green Lantern movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have I to just... write the character better. You're looking at Tony Stark, who has foibles, is very human, tries and fails, and well, tries again. But... Whereas Hal Jordan was just kind of, I'm a jet fighter pilot. I'm cocky. I'm going to do <laughs> and stuff. And I'm also well, a bitch. And then, yeah. And then at the end, I'm a bitch. I'm going to go back and cry to yeah. Earth. Well, for me, no, because you said, I, I still don't think a writer for Green Lantern would make a $300 million movie. With Iron Man, it was the perfect storm. You had great writers. You had John Favreau knew exactly what he wanted mm-hmm. to do, and you have fucking Robert Downey Jr. who knew that character back and forth. Because yeah. goddamn it, he's basically Tony he Stark right. through it. Real life. Let's, let's also mean? look at the one factor that Marvel had going at that particular time. It was their first studio movie, and they were absolutely fearless. And that's the biggest bitch Favreau had about Iron Man too. Iron Man 1, no interference from the studio at all. They were basically like, just make the Iron Man well, movie you want to make. Second movie, they were getting notes. They were like, we got to protect the franchise. we got to do this. we got to do that. We have to set up events. They were absolutely fucking fearless well, with Iron I, Man. And I think Green Lantern got fucked with because they are... That's what Warner Brothers short does. They yeah. are owned by Warner Brothers. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. if somebody would just go, hey, you know what? Actually, you know what? I was... You know what? Fuck that. My whole argument, I fell apart in my own head. <laughs> because I was like, hey, DC, go ahead and make your own to fucking... Uh, <laughs> because I... But, 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 but you're right. That is the problem with Greenlander, and I've said it repeatedly. Too many fucking cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. It's not like Absolutely. it's not like we're talking about a shitty director. And, the guy's and, made and, some good movies. Yeah, Mark <laughs> Campbell has made... And you have veteran TV screenwriters, including some who've written comics, but you have DC... And Warner Brothers 
and Mattel mm-hmm. sitting mm-hmm. in right. the fucking booth and well, yeah. fucking with the movie continually. And this these, is what you get. It's like they put on a piece of paper all these different points they have to hit, and then you yeah. have to connect the dots and make a movie out of that. You're yeah. not really so, selling the it's, Hot Wheels it's, set. It's, yeah, and, exactly. And, 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 I, I know Jimmy thinks I'm wrong. It comes down to the story. Like, they build all of that on the story, and they take the story, and they say, no, 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 it has to hit this, and it has to hit that, and it's bullshit. It... Martin Campbell can come in and make the most fantastical-looking Green Lantern house in the world, but the foundation that it's sitting on is that story, and it's going to crumble. Story's beneath. one. Story is what it's, everything it's in the film is based on. It's not going to get you $300 million, man. Well, it's if, not going to do it. If he built that, that same beautiful house with those characters on well, top of a good story, for a third it of the budget. would have made $300 <laughs> Okay, well, then, then let me ask you this, uh, Green Lantern fans. Yes. What, uh, what was wrong with this movie uh, that that would have made it better. What 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 would you have done? Uh, more time on Oa. I mean, I think anybody that I've heard complain about it or read complain about it mm-hmm. would would agree. It's like they go up there and, and he. First of all, he was a terrible choice. You think Ryan yeah, Reynolds like was a bad choice? Yeah. Okay. I, I think so too. Uh, all right. I mean, but they should who? have had. I don't, okay, so you'd like recast who? it. Well, let's. We won't uh, worry about that. That's true. That's true. Okay. Nathan Fillion. Oh, okay. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So we cast it as Nathan okay. Fillion. Yeah, get a no name. We spend more or, time on Oa. What else? Yeah, because Ryan Reynolds had to be well, expensive. Be, be, yeah. Because for sure. the thing is, so that was probably the best part of the movie. Okay. I mean, not even for somebody who you're like, oh my god, Oa. I think anybody that was sitting there watching this was like, um, he was there for like 15 minutes, yeah. and then he, a, it looks like he trained for about two hours. And then said, I suck at this. Oh, I suck at this. And, and then they You guys are absolutely right about the casting, though, because you look at what Marvel has done right. Okay, Robert Downey Jr., we all know who he was, but at that point, he was a fucking risk in yeah. any movie he, he did. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, who, knows, who knows Chris Evans who doesn't know Chris Evans? It basically, if yeah. you don't know who he is, you have no fucking idea That's who right. he is. And Chris Hemsworth, same thing. No one knew who this dude was. Yep. And so Marvel, they're taking, yeah, they're taking Marvel guys. Marvel trusts its creators. The, the creators. The creators. Yeah. You know, and... I, I'm gonna tell you, that, but I, I I sense it falling apart even for Marvel. I'm telling you this right really? now. Oh, I don't know. But I we, think Joss Whedon's gonna tie it all together pretty we, nicely. We talk about interference in the movies though, because in Green Lantern, like I said, the biggest interference I, for me was, and I say it over and over again, the fucking Hot Wheels scene, and it bothers the shit out of me. And it bothered the but, shit out of okay, me. Okay, but what what scene in Iron Man would you ever think that someone interfere like that, like a fucking toy company? And that's now, exactly the, what we're saying. We're not feels, trying to defend every the every movie. scene in an Iron Man feels like it needs to be there. Sure, hang, hang on though about the Hot Wheels, and I've said this before. I don't know if you've read your Green Lantern comics, but that's the kind of shit he does. Well, that's you, the kind of shit. Yeah, Hal but Jordan you can do did. it yeah. in, a, makes, in a better in a better he light. Makes, look, he makes catcher's mitts to catch people. Yeah. He makes giant mallets, and it's that's true. the kind of shit but he would you do. Could, but here's the thing, though: not but the right person could make that fucking no. You're right, because not okay. everything in a comic book transfers to film like that. You have to know how what works and what we're, doesn't. We're getting, we're getting into one of my favorite well, topics. So, I mean, I love studio interference stories more than anything. I, I always talk about Sucker Punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a completely different movie, the director's version of it. And I watched the, the, the theatrical cut of it, and mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? I can see why people hate this. I fucking loved it. And then I watched the theatrical, the director's cut of it. It's like 25 minutes longer. Is it really? It's a completely different movie. Is it, yeah. is it pretty good? 25 it, minutes more boring. It depends on who you are. Some people... So there were three more musical numbers. Some people know, right? Some people fucking hated Moulin Rouge. It's one of my favorite oh, okay. movies. That's a great so, movie. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, here's all I got to say. Exactly. Shut up, Here's buddy. all I got to say. And you know what? The fucking... Uh, even Hal Jordan... Like, 
Green Lantern has been around yes. for 50 fucking years. The Hal Jordan if one, If somebody yeah. with, uh, like, some vision and well, talent couldn't make a good fucking movie out of that, you, you cannot fucking tell me, dude. You cannot tell me if I told you fucking 15 years ago, hey, guess what? One of the best movies you're ever going to see in your whole life mm-hmm. is going to be a fucking Iron Man movie. Yeah. You would have looked at me and go, well, no, I, really, and, that third-tier bitch from not, the Avengers? Not only that, you're going to get a pretty good sequel out of it. Yeah. I, I like hey, it. Hey, we got yeah. one and a half good Blade movies. I think we can get a good Green, a Green Lantern movie. Well, it's like what Shannon said. It, it, you need more Oa time. You need better writers. You need better casting. It's, it's, I it's mean, a it, family it, of elements. Exactly. Right. It's not it's just, not gonna be it's one, not just thing one thing that's going to make it better. It's I don't think Ryan Reynolds ruined the movie, though. He didn't I don't ruin think so it. either. I, no, no, I but, do not hate this movie. It could have yeah. been... But could there have been somebody better? Like I said, I go think, back to the Iron Man. Could anybody have done Tony Stark better than no, Robert Downey Jr.? absolutely not. No. No. Favreau, and, like I said, Favreau hit the perfect storm. And I would say uh, Fillion would probably do it better. Well, Fillion, Fillion already did it better. We, just as a oh, voice actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, so I want to ask Jimmy, and then we'll close this out. <laughs> Why wouldn't a good script and a good director make a popular Iron Man or a Green Lantern? Because it's, it's beyond that. It's not just, I'm not, it would help. I'm just saying, Brian, as I love you to death, a script, uh, uh, a, a well-written Green Lantern script is not going to give you a $300 million movie. You have to have the actors behind it. Because what actor well, yeah. What actor in Iron Man is bad in the first one? Jeff Bridges did fine. Yeah. Greg Paltrow. Well, they were all Tony good. Stark was, uh, or Robert Downey Jr. was the perfect choice. Yep. You guys keep mentioning, you know, Nathan Fillion could have been Green Lantern. None of you could uh, suggest so anybody better than Lantern. Robert Downey Jr. for Tony Stark. Why do we have to? You don't have to. What oh. I'm saying is that Green Lantern or, or Iron Man fucking nailed it, whereas Green Lantern oh, okay. didn't. Yeah, yeah. You're, no, you're we're, suggesting we're, other people. We're agreeing with you. Though. I'm also trying yeah, to figure out. I'm saying. I'm saying that every element of Iron Man hit it. Yes. Whereas Green Lantern did not. Right. And it has to be more than a director, more than a writer, more than an actor. It needs to be all of those. It, no. Now, did you know Martin Campbell? Did he hit? You know, Martin Campbell's a great director. Way to go. But he's you know, could there be somebody better? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, I think I think again, it comes down to the studio interference. The studio said this is what the script has to be Martin Campbell here you go guess what Ryan Reynolds is your Green Lantern he didn't have a choice what in was that, that? I Onion think... News article it's my favorite comic book ever since I learned I was playing him Greg Lantern Greg Lantern Yeah. I, I really think that if they would have let Martin Campbell go and let the writers do what they wanted without that interference all the pieces were there I think beyond that, Martin Campbell, I don't think I Martin think Campbell if, was the problem. I, I don't. Yeah, Martin Campbell wasn't the problem. The problem was they they took a shitty script that was a round hole into a square peg. I don't and, think Ryan Reynolds was the best Hal Jordan. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying but if Ryan they would Reynolds have hired a director like that had casting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. true. That had, you mean by with abs would? Mm-hmm. If they hired a director that they let cast the movie instead of casting it by studio committee, we'd have had a totally different movie. And I think Martin Campbell knows how to cast a movie. But did he cast Ryan Reynolds? I don't think. No, I don't think he did. Yeah. I, I, Ryan Reynolds was already attached before. I Martin think Campbell you. Was. I think you could have had Steven Spielberg and any actor that you wanted in there, and it it, it would not have worked. Well, let's, I think and, you're wrong. And let's look at let's look at the well, the weirdest thing about all of this shit is that if you're going to take a third tier character or a second tier character like Green Lantern or say Wonder Woman, I saw the the excerpts from that failed Wonder Woman pilot, and it was actually pretty boobies. entertaining. I mean, what was there? What is it? It's Wonder Woman, for God's right. sake. You know? Jeff, and what was Jeff on there was it actually... It's base elements. Yeah, she, it was she actually, looked hot in the outfit. She yeah. looked great in the outfit. But has but, any other comic book movie made over $300 million best Iron Man? Uh, outside. None of this shit needs to make $300 million. 
Get get somebody who's fearless, who's going to go out there and make this movie on the budget. Or what is the thing they say about Favreau? He makes it on time and he brings it in under budget yeah. every single time. Absolutely. And by the way, I should point out that you're right. Nothing outside of Dark Knight and Iron Man has made $300 million. Yeah. Although it looks like at this point Captain America will be the, the first Spider-Man. one out of the bunch that – is actually going to make two hundred. How did uh, the how did the yeah they do? How did well, the Hellboy yeah. movies do? They made they made uh, pretty the good. Made like yeah, not well, yeah, the not Hellboy really. two did not the, do so great. The only the forty whatnot, forty or fifty. Weird. The only thing I can awesome. hope for is yeah, uh, but it was weird. The norms weren't watching Hellboy two and going, uh, God, I love this okay, movie. It's yeah, great. Yeah. The norms I, are just like Argh. I just want Edgar Wright's Ant Man to just do well. I agree. I agree with with Alan Tudyk. And by the way, let me cast your next movie for you, DC. Please. If, if you're going to pick a second tier or third well, tier character. I've got I'm, it right here. I'm going to say it right now. Uh-oh. Go ahead. You're going to guess make, it? I want to see. Make a Flash movie. Okay. Right. Well, 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 one. Right. That's what I love. That everything's everything's in the fucking Flash is going to be a better sale. Uh, the well, Flash is not going to be a good movie. I'm sorry. He, no, it's no, no. It's going to be better he's, than Green Lantern. He's easier to tell because he runs fast. You don't have to take it in space. So his origin story is faster? Yeah. Struck by lightning while mixing chemicals. And his power is he runs fast. He's a lot easier to understand. That sounds so fucking boring. And he's a cop. And I'll cast him for you. Go. Thank you, DC. Well, you owe me for this, Ryan Gosling. What? All right. What are they going to do? Hunky. for villains in that one? Because the Rogues Gallery is Gorilla fucking Grodd. Yeah. Gorilla okay. Grodd. <laughs> I don't know. Jeff, I love Gorilla Grodd, but that would be the last <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Go, go see Rise Why of the Planet of the Apes they, and tell so, me that. So do it. Do it on cable. Do 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 your fucking shows on cable, and then I think HBO uh, would be brilliant to pick up these DC books. I agree, and make long format miniseries. I think Batman's uh, No Man's Land as an HBO uh, two, season would be. Give them two incredible. or three million dollars an episode, so they can actually get something in there. But you look at the shit that's going on in cable. Game of Thrones was awesome. Uh, the Camelot series they did on Stars. It started out great, kind of fizzled out after a while, but it was cool. You get Spartacus, which is a kick-ass visionary show. Spartacus, so, what's that? You mean Bonafide? Bonafide. Okay. So you take you take Spartacus. You, who owns HBO? Right? Michael Douglas's network. We already know it's a Warner Brothers network. So why not take some of these shows where where, where instead of putting two hundred million behind it and putting it out in front of theaters, go ahead and really take could. your Flash show. We already well, we already had a, a halfway shitty one on CBS yeah, twenty years ago. I remember that one actually. So, I watched what, are you th- what are you talking about, Bowie? Bowie. Here's, here's here's my one problem I have with that is aren't they also trying to attract younger audiences mm-hmm. to buy comic books? And you're not yeah. going to attract no, the younger audiences in HBO. There's no absolutely where where they well where they'll go is where they've gone before, which is the CW. The, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's and there's been, they can do good stuff still. There's on been the CW. no effort between the film to. companies. Or the TV companies to sell comic books. They don't fucking care. Which is stupid. I agree. There's no, you're not going to get them to say, we want to promote this to kids as a comic book. Not going to happen. They don't care about that at all. I, right? saw, I still can't believe I'm buying all uh, 52 of those first issues of DC. <laughs> Are you going to buy just the, the hardcover? No. No, I'm buying all 52 because issues. They're putting, for the, just that first month, they're putting out one hardcover with all of them in it. Oh, really? Uh-oh. Yep, and it's I'm like 150 bucks. It's uh, way cheaper. Shannon, that's a bargain, like that's Costco. Do 150 bucks, dude. That's a that's, lap dance and a handy. Yeah. <gasps> 
Where are you going? And you don't have to Magna? slip in somebody's jizz for that one. <laughs> I'm not buying the hardcover. Well, I'm, okay. s- I'm sorry, Shannon. We ran out of time. I had a story about how Roscoe P. Coltrane is suing Warner Brothers for back royalties. But, <laughs> <laughs> the actor or the, the character? The actor. The character. <laughs> James Best is, is suing because he thinks he's owed money. And I, well, sir, I'm sorry. I don't blame him. Didn't he, got steady, he got steady work for five years. He should just show Didn't up. have time to get to that. So uh, let's close things up. Uh, any recommendations, y'all? I've got uh, I've got Blu-rays. Blu-rays. Here we go. Uh, Mel Gibson is still racist, but he's in the Beaver. (laughs) 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 Is this a documentary about his latest wife? No, he just a fucking whack job with a fucking puppet on his hand. Is that the only way that Jodie Jodie Foster could believably be in love with a man? Is if he had a Beaver? Yeah, no, she just munches on that Beaver for the half the fucking movie. Is that the outtakes? There you go. Uh, I'd still watch Morgan Spurlock made a great fucking documentary called yes. Palm Wonderful Presents The Greatest Movie Ever Sold <laughs> <laughs> so funny really fucking good really really good uh, Scott would hate me because the event the complete series is on and guess what uh, they didn't finish that event because it got cancelled yeah uh, is round- there like a three second wrap up like there was in uh, the Pie Maker show a wizard did <laughs> it oh. a wizard did it what happened uh, Rounders is on Blu-ray which is a great fucking movie with uh, Matt Damon and Edward Norton about poker and John, oh, I, I gotta say, and John Milkovich with right. a Russian Matt Watson. Damon rules because he showed up at that uh, doc, at, that, at that rally for teachers yeah. have you guys oh, seen yeah. that online yeah, oh yeah that guy's fucking awesome and yeah. you know what fuck you if you don't like Matt Damon hey You're fuck you we talk- Matt Damon I, I have a reason to hate him but we'll go into that. Because your wife time. wants to fuck him, right? No, nothing to do with that. He'd be an ex- he'd be, <laughs> I want to fuck him. He'd be an excellent he's, Flash. He's 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 uh, one year <laughs> and short. one hour younger than me. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be so an excellent Flash. I have a reason to hate him. <laughs> I would be an excellent. Flash. Uh, we talked about Favreau, and he's skinny in this movie because uh, the Swingers Blu-ray is now on, uh, available. Oh, oh. Uh, skinny Favs. Skinny Favs. Skinny Favs. Skinny Favs. Overrated movie. Oh, uh, I could have made that movie I'm for so twelve. Lying. I could have made it for twelve oh, million. Okay. <laughs> I lived that. I lived that movie for like a month because that was awesome. A, uh, well, <laughs> the, the last two are Sundance movies. The first one is Troll Hunter. Oh, which, yeah, which is now available. And it's about these guys that hunt some trolls. Good job. Yeah. That's right. They go to the Norwood because that's where all the pussy is. No right. Yeah. And the last one is Apology Amani, which is really good. It's Win Win. It's it, what's it again? Apology Amani movie called Win Win. Oh, Win Win. Win Win. Okay. I, mean, I heard a completely Amy different Ryan. title the first time he said it. It's like, uh, uh, it's Apology at Montaloo. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought <laughs> Paul Giamatti was, was the third, third episode. I've never I heard of Apology at Montaloo, but what it is sounds that? fascinating. What is that, anime? <laughs> I, anyway. It's uh, pig vomit! Pig vomit! Apology at... Looks uh, like a pig. Makes one of vomit. Two games. Uh, the Call of Duty Black Ops. Fuck uh, it. Map pack. Who cares? Looks pretty cool. It's, if you like the zombie mode, it's all zombie maps. What's this Call of Duty anyway? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> Moving along. Is it what poop? What <laughs> Do you throw uh, poop in it? It's called Resurrection. It's a zombie. Oh, did you say res erection? Erection. Yes. It's exactly what I said. All right. Anyway, it's about your, this penis that's that comes back from the dead. That's what happens when your hand touches a booby. <laughs> there. <laughs> Someday. Glossing over that. Someday. Uh, you're you're really res- resurrection? It's about a there strip club on a reservation? A, you know, I'm done. <laughs> Don't worry. This, well, game? Game. Um, this game, I've been looking forward to this game for almost two years. It's called Deus Touch the Boob. Oh, I, I, I was going to say, what are we talking about? The boobs <laughs> or the game? DSX. Human Evolution. I played this at E3, Revolution. right? 
Yeah, it looks it looks phenomenal. I played at E3, and the and the guy goes, "All right, the first thing you don't want to do is to run in that room and go guns a blaze." And I go, "Okay," Watch and me. I just fucking ran in like an asshole. Of course, asshole. You, did. Of course <laughs> yeah. you did. Yeah, I got killed immediately. This game. You will be able to play through this game so many times in so many different ways. And it's and it's what's the first part called again? Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Yeah, right. Deus Ex. That's and like Ghost in the Machine, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's from, without the from machine from part. The, the, it's know, just from the. Thanks, Doctor yeah. Science. God but, in. Uh, it looks so good. I already read a pre-review on it. Got a ninety-four percent. This is called Reservation. It looks fun. Right. It, it actually was yeah. fun. I wouldn't be a dick when I played it, but it looks awesome. And um, then, well, well, real fast, there's a thing coming out called uh, for the Kinect called a Zoom. And if you, uh, for anybody who has a tiny room to play your Connect in, that you attach this to your Connect and it makes it so it can be forty percent smaller. Yeah, you can. The room. You can stand because, like cause, six no, no. feet away instead what? of nine feet. Because I no, when I play, I, is I that makes your room smaller. No, it makes it so you don't have to have such a big room. Because yeah. the what first is, time I played Connect, I was in my goddamn closet. Yeah. So <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, I want to know if there's an attachment that can make things forty percent larger for yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who cares about it? Are you talking about no, that's here? That's the, that's the other version of. Resurrection. Yeah, I need something for the connect that makes it bigger. <laughs> oh, I have a tiny so house. <laughs> All right, what the fuck was that? Was that you? No. Sorry, it was me. <laughs> Anything else before we go? Oh, I just, I just, oh, I... I just love how Shannon thinks that the Green Lantern is more. Better as a movie than the Flash would be. I just, I just love how he's, <laughs> it's not, how he's parsing it. So I'm it's saying like, it's not no, gonna be no, any better. The only, the the only way cool. it's a dude running around in fucking yellow tights. The only way, the only way, just make me fast. The only that. way that a Flash movie is gonna be better is it's from the perspective of Captain Boomerang. Right? <laughs> Fuck I mean, yes. You know, and it's Alan Tudyk playing I Captain just, Boomerang. I just love how I would see that. I, had I that would picture Fuck yes. I just, I just love the Green Lantern could have been good, but boy, that Flash. Forget it. No. It's not going to be good. And in fact, in fact, I just love it. No, it's not going to be good. The Flash movie isn't going to be good. No, you said it was going to be good. You said that it. Yeah. No, you said the Flash movie isn't going to be good. No, he's I'm against the Flash. Green, yeah. The Green Lantern movie isn't going to be good. The next one that comes out. No, no. My, Any goddamn DC movie that comes out is not going to be good. Oh, except for, oh, no, except okay. for Batman. What about Aquaman? But I already saved money on the Flash movie because they don't have to show him running. They just have to like freeze frame it when he shows. Shows up. I just, well, you know what? <laughs> exactly. Because here's yep, the thing: yep, you can make all and, and DC it, movies uh, acceptable to people that don't like DC. And you know, make them three hours fucking long. How about, how about you just and make boring? Them. And, and anytime he runs by, you know he ran by because not because of the red, <laughs> the red blur, but just because they put a fan on everyone real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh my hair! The flash. And, 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 and newspaper flash. flies across yeah. the screen. <laughs> There he goes. The oh, 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 that's the Flash. The, the Doppler, Flash. The Doppler right. effect. I'm sorry. If you think that the Flash is going to save the DC, no, I no, they've got, it. They've got no, a re- You're fucking retarded. No, they've got a re- He's a guy that runs around fast. No, and he's got yellow. He's no, got I'm fucking a lightning boots. But you were saying and he's got fucking wings on the side. I, no, no, no. Hang on. You were saying that the Green Lantern could save it. And my point is, is that they're both fucking idiotic characters. <laughs> That's my point. Okay, I want to count. No, no, no. So wait a minute. So Spielberg and Lucas and all those guys could get together to do a Flash movie. And, no, no, and no, 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 and no, no. Okay, all right, so, if you want the Flash right. in a plaid speed suit, all right. I name all the fine filmmakers. You got your Spielberg. Who else is in Del there? Kenneth I want to see. Kenneth I want to see a Scorsese. You could flash put them all, movie, and they would not be able. <laughs> no, no, here's the thing: it's going to be some fucking because, asshole. No way! It's going to be some no. asshole that made a My Chemical no. Romance 
fucking video. <laughs> that was me. He's going to fucking direct it. No, but, but Shannon's, no, Shannon's point is is that The Flash is so lame that even those guys couldn't make it what work. What if Merchant but Avery... Green, but Green Lantern rules. Oh, yeah, holy shit. I didn't fucking say that. I was here's, just so Here's the climax. and listen. The climax to The Flash movie is a bomb's about to go off. I hope Flash can get here in time. Boom. I'm here. <laughs> well, the end. See you later, folks. I only want to see a Flash movie if he's working in the adult entertainment industry. That's right. <laughs> I did 62 movies in four minutes. Jesus. I'm God, coming God. dust. Go, go back and listen, sir. Go back and listen. Mom, I fuck you guys. All right. Sinus, I, hope, I, hope, I hope the Shazam movie's good. Yeah. Sinus here. That, Shazam that I will save. I Shazam could be good. But it won't be. That will save DC. That's what I'm saying. I'm sitting here saying. That's, that's what, yeah. That's because Martin Campbell directed it, right? <laughs> I'm sitting here saying that they can make good DC movies, but they're not going to be how is good. That, how, is now, that, how is that Jonah Hex movie? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. yeah, because he It would be bad. That was rude. That was rude. He was getting really mad at me because I was pissing on Green Lantern. And then he turned it around because I said Flash would work. I said, and that's when I he said got Flash would work. I said Flash would work. And that's when he got pissed. And I'm like, okay, so the, so the guy who runs fast is lame, but the guy who uses his imagination, that's cool. I, I hear the CW's making a new Teen Titans show. I think Shazam should be Ryan Reynolds. Yes. So he can play all the whole Get us out of here. Get us I think you can all suck a dick in hell. Ham? Ham. Oh, um, eat more ham unless... Unless DC makes sense. Unless DC or fucking Warner Brothers puts their fucking fingers in it. Super Friends, the legendary superpower show.